on this episode of the Buzzkill Podcast. Oddly enough, all of my most precarious situations also involve a pickle. <laughs> Listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 310. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today I learned that James's heart is the ultimate escape room that I don't really want to escape. Aww. I want to be lost in there forever. Aww. <laughs> in Bruise Clues. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing says man love like a children's programming. <laughs> <laughs> Blues Clues. Um, he seems like a pretty all right guy now, though. Steve? Yeah. Uh, Steve always seemed like a good guy. I don't know. He was kind of suspect to me. Why? I don't know. He just seemed weird. It's creepy. Oh, I like Steve. You know, he looked like the kind of lives in his mother's basement for bad reasons. He didn't no, live in no, his mother's no, basement. No he offense his... to anybody that lives in the mother's basement. <laughs> <laughs> like you until two years ago. He had his own big boy house. He had his own big boy chair that he sat in. He did. He had his own mailbox. He had his own mails. He had his own blue dog. <laughs> I think Steve was doing... <laughs> I think Steve was doing drugs. <laughs> yes! <laughs> of course he was. Uh, oh, my. With children. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike, and I'm Pretzel Jim. All right, Pretzel Jim, what do you uh, what do you got for us uh, for the 310th time in a row? Well, you know, I just keep coming correct with the the pretzels every week. 310 every week. weeks in a row. My God, this is why you plays almost have, this is why plays have been up lately. Oh, it's because of Pretzel Jim. People are people people are flocking to our page. <laughs> just people pulling Be- their phones out and flocking to the internet. <laughs> like, I gotta see what Pretzel Jim's up to this week. <laughs> Uh, I just put the wrong emphasis on. No, it's, pre- I mean, it's pretzel, pretzel, pretzel Jim. Yeah, the pretzel. The Jim Jim is now secondary to the pretzel. The pretzel's the important <laughs> part. Pretzel Jim. Um, these are okay. So this week we're talking about some people who find themselves in some pretty tricky mm-hmm. and precarious situations. You might even say that they find themselves find themselves in a pickle. Oddly enough, all of my most precarious situations also involve a pickle. <laughs> I can I can confirm because I'm usually there. <laughs> Luckily, we can eat the evidence. <laughs> Weird tasting, though. <laughs> All right, from Pop Daddy Pretzels here in beautiful snowy Michigan. God, stop snowing already, right? Fucking hell. I mean, uh, seriously. Hey, um, in an hour and twelve minutes, or yeah, hour and no, twenty-two minutes. Yeah. Remind me. Okay. I can say Happy Spring. Oh. Yeah, baby. All right. I will remind 30 you. 30-degree weather. <laughs> Actually, it got kind of nice for a while today. <laughs> I was freezing. Are you kidding me? We were walking down the streets of fabulous Ferndale, freezing our nuts off. No, man. I, we, oh, me and, it was gross. Me and my kids went out, in the while my kids were playing in the backyard, I went to get food, and I was quite comfortable. Are you sure you don't have COVID? Were you, were you feverish? Oh, maybe that's <laughs> the thing. Ah, shit. Damn it. No, I just had COVID. <laughs> I can't possibly have it again, can I? I don't know. Already? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, from Pop Daddy Pretzels, these are dill pickle pretzel sticks. Okay, okay. Hand seasoned in small batches made with flavor. So bold, it's lip smacking, finger looking, goodness, and crunch. Hopefully these make up for the debacle that was our dill pickle beer. Oh, God. (laughs) Which which I will say was 
hands down the worst beer we've ever had on this show. I liked the first like half of the first can. I uh, and it's I think your body was still confused. Maybe be. that's what it was. Well, like I can take a jar of pickles and like take a swig of pickle juice. I don't mind well, that. Sure. That's fine. A swig. Yeah. Not not continuous not like, drinking. Not twelve ounces. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. I, see, I feel, like I like picklebacks. I feel like if you had like four ounces of that beer in a cup, and then you were just taking shots of whiskey, and then like taking a chug of the beer. Oh, that would make me puke after like two, though. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, no. That's the fun of it. No. That's the fun. <laughs> do you like picklebacks? I can do them. I'm not. I would not say that I am an active fan of picklebacks. Mm. I can do them. Eh. I love them. Do you want to though? It's yeah, like, I it's do. Like, it's like taking a shot of like pure vodka. You can do it. You don't always enjoy doing it though. You know, it's not, to me. It's not like that at all. No, like I actually, I I enjoy picklebacks. Like if somebody offered me one, I'm not turning them down. All right, fair enough. And the shittier the whiskey, the better. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that how that works? Because that way, the pickle juice has something to cover up. You know. Uh, all right, so from Pop Daddy. At Pop Daddy, we're all about crave-worthy, crunchy snacks that pack a punch in the flavor department. We don't shy away from zesty, different, and downright tasty, so be it a popcorn or pretzels, you can count on us for a snacking experience that seriously satisfies. I don't... This isn't actually a description of these pretzels, so whatever. <laughs> um, so anyway, these right, are... bust them open. These are dill pickle pretzels. Um... I'm getting. Da- I think I'm getting dangerously close to finding all of the pretzels in the world. Nah, I don't think so. Because, oh gosh, just smell that. Well, see, first. You've, you've been getting all sticks, so you got to switch up the uh, the pretzel. Yeah, just no. Smell I'm the, gonna, I'm gonna s- no, no smell, smell the whole bag. Put your face in the bag. Ah, bring it, bring it to me. Come on. Oh, it smells dill. Oh, doesn't that smell nice? And the the shape of the opening of that bag makes me never want to smell dill out of that shape ever again. It's like it's like, <laughs> it like I ate a bunch of pickles and then you dove face first into my ass. Pretty much. <laughs> All right, All right uh, shall we? Let's give these a little try. Cheers, right. bud. Cheers. Hmm. The dill flavor is more subtle than I thought it was going to be. Which is good. Yeah. See, it's it's almost like a suggestion of dill. You gotta you have to um you have to dip these in like cheese because mm-hmm. then it'd be like uh, like dill pickles on a grilled cheese sandwich. Mm. Which I don't know if you've ever done that before, but it's amazing. I have, yeah. Um, These are good though. Yeah, it's subtle. I like how subtle the flavor is. Because if mm-hmm. it, if they were overly dilly, I love dill. Don't get me wrong. It'd but, be too much though. Yeah, it'd be too much. Mm. No, it's um, perfect. You know what I heard as far as like a dip goes, and this this goes along with what we're what we're doing right now because it has to do with an empty jar of pickles. You have your thing with the radishes, which I enjoy. I just did it last week. I already ate all of them. Um, if you take if you take an empty jar of pickles. And then take a full jar of tahini, and you pour like once the, all the pickles are gone, you pour the entire jar of tahini into the pickle juice. Okay. Mix it up, and apparently it's like the like the best veggie dip. I'd, I'd be willing. And to try And it's super that. healthy too, because tahini's just what crushed up sesame seeds. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, no, um, tahini's good. Um, the the organic tahini's so weird though. It like, all separates and then it chunks and it's just it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's like organic peanut butter. I'm not a fan at all. Like I don't like the separation and it's just it's gross to me. Well, give yeah, me, give me I, some jiff or some Peter Pan or I also don't <laughs> like the risk of like ruining my pants and shirt every time I open the jar, you know. Oh, I think you meant shitting. <laughs> <laughs> well that too. But every time you open the jar, you run the risk of yep. like spilling all that shit all over yourself. 
I don't like it. Yep, I agree. Just give me this stuff that's made out of chemicals. That's it. Actually, I I eat Jif Natural, which is j- it's literally just roasted yeah, peanuts. That's good. And it's it doesn't separate though. No. It's How good. do they make it not separate? Chemicals. <laughs> there's still chemicals in it. But it's just roasted. Yeah, just, there's still stuff if in there's it. Chemicals, it's stabilizers. If there's chemicals in it, don't they have to put that on the label? There's still stabilizers in it. Don't they have to put that on the label? I don't know. I would assume they would, but we 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 know what organic natural peanut butter looks like, so they're doing something. There's some gonna, voodoo in there. I'm gonna look into this. But, um, anyway, James, I'm not, how's life? Honestly, a good man. Good. Uh, happy birthday. Today, uh, today is your actual, honest to god birthday. Today is my actual, honest to god birthday. Yep, indeed it is. And how how has it been, sir? Oh, it's been nice. Just uh, hung out. Nothing nothing special. I just wanted a quiet day in with the fam, and that's yeah. what I did. And then I, I came over. I hung out with the fam. <laughs> We got some Sal- Salvatore Scalapini. Ooh, good stuff. Um, We're recording on Sunday, by the way, not our typical Friday. A little bit late this week. Yep. We uh, switched things up a little bit this week for what? Reason? It was supposed to be for was... St. Patty's Day. Yeah, I was going to go then... out for it, and then my schedule changed, so we would have been around anyway, but whatever. I literally I didn't have a drink on uh, St. Really? Patty's Day. Not oh, a, well. Not a yeah. single one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, I didn't feel like it. I was, <laughs> I like, I didn't. Nobody, nobody, I wasn't hanging out with anybody. My, I tried, James. My wife and my kids were in bed by like eight o'clock and, and I was, I was just like, I, I was ready and willing. Yeah, I know. I got hammered. I know. <laughs> I know you were sending Snapchats <laughs> and you just acting like a fool. Um, what were you, what you drinking Tullamore Dew? What else were you drinking? Uh, we had, I just got a little pint of Tully because I wanted something mm. that was, uh, Irish. Uh, and then we were drinking, I was drinking, um, uh, upper uh, upper peninsula no uh, upper hand IPA mm. the 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 upper peninsula Michigan yeah 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 I forget I forget the name of it now uh, upper IPA or U- UPI UT- y- yeah. not, not UTI <laughs> that's different um, but Just yeah swigging a UTI but it was like it was like seven point five percent right That'll so so you. it's it's a middle middle ground yeah I drank five of them yeah, plus the shots right woke up the next morning fantastic did you really absolutely perfect nice yeah right that's very it doesn't good. happen very often anymore no <laughs> it really does well it's because you weren't drinking shit beer true right true like nowadays don't get me wrong i love utility beer but it's like i don't know it's kind of like hit or miss though like i could i could do a I could do a night where i drink a ton of utility beer i wake up the next day and i'm Feeling fine. fine yeah it's usually the more crafty heavier stuff that gets me in fairness, but or maybe it's the mixing. I don't know. I know that you're it's, not you're not good with yeah, the mixing. The one these shot, days. luckily, didn't put me over the edge too much. Excuse me. Uh, I had a shot earlier at work too, but and I walked into a party store. I was looking for booze for you know reasons, and um, I, 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 my brother's friend works at the party store down the street from my work. Mm-hmm. So I go in there, and she's like, "Heckman, we're doing shots. Do you want one?" And I'm like, "Dumb, <laughs> dumb question." Yeah. She, I love it. She works at a party store. She just grabs a bottle off the wall. While working and just <laughs> starts pulling shots off, just it. write it off. You know, whatever. It was damaged, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So I had, so technically I had two shots that day. But well, I'm yeah. about to have my second shot of the day. Uh, <clears throat> Michael also asked me today, um, as a birthday gift to me, <laughs> he asked me to do him a kindness. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me to be best man in his wedding. Yeah, and so he's like, "Hey, happy birthday! <laughs> Plan a party." <laughs> And write a speech, you piece of shit. <laughs> but yep, yep. But it comes with whiskey, so it does. It I'm, does. I'm, I'm, I'm much obliged. Wait, give me, give me another nip. Um, Cheers again. And this is uh, Bullet Bourbon Ten Year Frontier Whiskey. Yeah. 
Kentucky straight bourbon mm-hmm. whiskey. Mm-hmm. We both we both love Bullet. Who doesn't? I've never had the ten year though. Does anybody not like Bullet? Um, I'm sure there's people out there. JFK. Even the snobbiest. <laughs> even the. <laughs> that was just that magic one though. <laughs> even the snobbiest uh, like whiskey people that we know. I'm thinking of one in particular. Mm. Like Bullet. Yeah. Like it's one of their favorites. Yeah. So, when I, so that's why that's why I was like when I saw that there was a ten year out. I'm like, well, we got it. That's a no brainer. Yeah, you gotta here. So cheers. And my mm-hmm. he also gave me this uh, Cheers, sir. He also gave me this fancy little glass that's very weighty. Right? It's very weighty. It's a cool shape and it also spins. Right. Which is cool. Sit and spin, bitch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he knows how much I like fidgety things. Mm-hmm. Um he, you just know me so well. I do, I do. You know me so well. So I got you that for your <laughs> oh, birthday. Shit. But um, I actually didn't get you that for your birthday. I got oh. you that for me. Oh, okay. So, for your birthday. Oh, you got me something thanks. else, dude? Because I'm a nice guy. Oh, my God. Mm. Happy birthday, sir. Wow, this is like a legit yeah, present. I'm... Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Wow, it's heavy, too. What the fuck? It's my dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, if you cut your dick off and put it in this box. <laughs> That's the ultimate Van Gogh show of love. <laughs> I'll love you forever. <laughs> and you're not getting it back. <laughs> Hold on. You might need to cut that. I think I tied it in a knot to stay. No, I got it off. Oh, you did? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm tricky as fuck. It's a dick in a box. It's a dick in a Fuck, dude. I can't get this. You should put like Jeopardy music over this. There's some Spanish Hold on, leak. I got it. I got it. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> you have been talking wow, for a long that. time about how you've, you've listened to it for how many years? Eight years now? Whatever it's been? Six years? Um, every year. In June, when I started, again, because yeah. I do it every year, mm-hmm. uh, it'll probably be my seventh or yeah. eighth time. But you've never read the actual text. I'm not one to talk, because I'm just now getting to it myself. Right. But you should read it this year instead of listen to it. I'm going to do both, <laughs> okay. because I still want to listen to it. <laughs> It's just my yearly thing, and it's like, I love it so much, but like, I'm going to do both. I can't believe how heavy this is. It's his third longest book he's ever written. Third longest. Yep. So The Stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Stand is um, first. Needful thing. No. No. Uh, nope. Um, what is it? God, fuck. What is it now? Uh, the Stand and something else. I would have thought that Under the Dome was his longest, because that fucker is thick, but it's not. She thick. She's a thick bitch. Um, but no, I. I'm it's, trying to think. What I the forget hell what it is, is now. Well, here, keep talking because I will. I'll look it up. Um. Or, yeah. Or so. Don't. So. <laughs> sorry. So anyway. Wow, dude. This is like a real. Oh, look at Stephen King. He's playing a fucking guitar on the back too. So sick. I was yep. just listening. Like I told you, I was listening to Dance Macabre. Yep. And he got to a section where he was talking about playing guitar, and he's like, "I'm not, I'm not great at it, but it." He's he's like, "I'm I'm serviceable, and I I can play the I can play the hits when I need to," mm-hmm. and and he says he does it as a th- therapeutic thing, and I'm like, "That's really like everybody should learn how to," and this is aimed at you too. Yeah, everyone should learn how to play a musical instrument. I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I think it's a I think it's a therapeutic thing, like. You can just sit down and you literally just sort of like disappear into it for a while. Sure. And I think that I think if you're an, an overthinker, it's it's definitely one of the most uh, like kind of calming and centering things that you can learn how to do. Sure. Sure. This is nice though, dude. Like this is the legit hardcover. It's got the uh, 
like the vellum on it still or whatever this is like this clear plastic stuff oh i'm sorry under the dome sorry yeah. under the dome is third it is his second longest book and then at one thousand one thousand one hundred and thirty eight pages and the stand is one thousand one hundred and fifty three. So they're within like twenty pages of each other, yeah. I just can't like I think back to high school when I would struggle <laughs> to I think the longest paper I ever wrote was in my one semester of college and I did it on uh Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Okay. And it was thirteen pages and I wrote so it long. and I wrote it the night before it was due. And I got a 98 on it. Boom! There you go. I'm like, dude, I'm, best best work is done at, at two in the morning. The I'm night one before. of those. Yep. I'm one of those people. I knew that I had to do it for like months, and then I was like, no, yep. I'll go out drinking instead. And then I finally, the night before it was due, I sat down, banged out 13 pages, 98 percent. Yep. Still one of my greatest accomplishments yep. I've, ever. I've always <laughs> been like that. Like in second grade, I had to do my shoebox diorama of undersea creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Two o'clock in the morning, baby. <laughs> Knock that shit out. <laughs> Uh, this is sweet though, dude. Thank yes, you very you're much. Welcome. This is very cool. You'd be surprised. The spine's a little faded. I'm that's regrettable. Uh, it's a little bit faded. Yeah. Um, you'd be shocked how hard it is to find a copy of it these days. Like and this in, is in, in, I mean, in good shape too. Aside from that little bit of uh yeah. what would you call it? Sun, it's just sun uh, it's just sun fading, yeah. What are they called? Been, sun have, sun bleaching? Yeah, it must have been in a window or something. Um uh, this thing looks really good. Yeah, no, it's in really good shape. It's actually better shape than the one, the one that I have. You gave me the better one. But well my 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 jacket's not faded. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you fucker. Um but yeah, no, like it's it's nearly impossible to find a hardcover, like original version of it. Like they did, they just they're just not anywhere. Really? Yeah, they're really tough. So hence why I was in Ferndale today. Went to good old John King Books. They, oh, did they're you? the only ones that had it. Yeah, I want to go to that place. Oh, it's awesome. Um, I've wanted to for a long time. It looks like a pretty awesome place, dude. I've never like I've I've read excerpts of this like mm-hmm. online, and I think I Greg has read like every Stephen King book that's ever been made. And ever been written yeah, or published. Greg, Greg's such a cool guy. Well, and he did yeah. it when we were like, <laughs> he was reading them when we were like, probably at an age where maybe you shouldn't have been reading them. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like I, I can remember him having. I, I remember him having the stand on his nightstand. That when he was, <laughs> when he was probably too young to be reading something like that. But it's cool. Like he, like he turned, 20. he turned out relatively normal, um, relatively. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like you could kill somebody with that. You keep that in your nightstand, you could absolutely bash somebody over the head. But I want to say that this weighs probably three pounds. At oh least. yeah, yeah, at least probably two, probably closer to two. But yeah, that's pretty sweet. Dude. Yeah, thank you, man. I You're appreciate welcome. that. You're that's welcome. Very, very so I got cool. so there. One for me, one for you. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what uh, else has been going on this week? I know this is a long intro already, but um, let's just go through some things. Uh, the Oscars were amazing this year. Big win for genre actors. I know a lot of people are pissed off about Jamie Lee Curtis's win. To that, I say, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck Because um, why are they pissed off? Uh, people, people are claiming that Ash, uh, Angela Bassett got robbed for her portrayal in Wakanda Forever, which which I have not seen, but I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> and Angela Bassett is an amazing actress, yeah. but Jamie Lee also is an amazing actress. I so. hate when people like. I don't like when people say, "Oh, this person or this film got snubbed." First of all. If you if you even got nominated for an Academy sure. Award, well, f- first of all, putting aside my f- personal feelings about the Academy Awards, sure. which is just 
It's literally no, the Oscars. Oh, yeah, that is the Academy same thing. Award. Yeah, sorry. It's literally a four-hour master masturbation session. Like it's just <laughs> it's just Hollywood elites like patting. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. I'm not even editing that out. Oh, you just oh. jumped so high that your fucking cans <laughs> fell off. It's hilarious, dude. Um, no, it's just. Oh, I should mute those drops when they come in. Holy yeah, that was, shit. That was very startling. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I don't know. Like, the Oscars are whatever. They're fun. They're, they're okay to watch. Um, sure. But. It's just, it's, I don't know, there's something about watching a bunch of rich, famous people pat themselves on the back for four hours. Well, That's sure. like, it, it, like, okay, get I, get over yourselves. You guys aren't changing the world. No, that, that, I, I don't look at it like they're changing the world. I look at it as, here's, but, a, here's an but, industry that we love. No, no, and, but they look at it like well, they're changing yeah. the world. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I, like, I understand the power of film. Like, I, I understand that, like, f- film is a great place to... Uh, it's a great medium for like dealing with certain <clears throat> certain societal uh um issues you know what i mean there you go but uh it's but but still like i don't know like yeah. just take it down a notch that's why that's why i i personally and it might be controversial these days because people think everything's controversial but i liked when i i liked when Ricky Gervais said oh yeah oh yeah he he got up there and he said you know, this is like it's not that big of a deal. Just come get, up here, get take up, your little statue, don't up. give a fucking speech. <laughs> Why'd you, why you turn into like <laughs> you turn into like Donald Trump? Or, come up here, take your little statue. Um, <laughs> yeah, he said, take your statue, thank your God, and get the fuck yeah. get the fuck off yeah. the stage. Like that's that is mm-hmm. you know. In fairness, though, when speaking of hosts, uh, Jimmy Kimmel was brutal to Will Smith this year, and I loved every second of it. Especially after the Chris Rock thing, he did not have a good week. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Will, Will Smith, Smith yeah. yeah, and he's actually been banned from the Oscars for, oh, 10, for years. ten years. Did you hear he'll, that? He'll be back after, before then, but mm, I don't know. It's Will Smith. He'll be back before ten years. Yeah. Mark my words. Yeah. Uh, but who else? Uh, Ki Hui Kwan won. Fucking uh, best actor. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That was very cool. So amazing. His speech was well, best like, supporting actor. No, was he supporting? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, because Brendan Fraser yeah. won best actor. Yeah. Both of which had such great help, uh, uh, heartfelt responses. Like, neither one of them actually thought they were going to win. You could, And you could see it on their faces. Right. Neither did Jamie Lee Curtis, in fairness. Yeah. Um, and it was, just, it was just a good good yeah, all-around for it was really cool. and the then, genre. For... And with both him and Brenda, Brendan Fraser, like, they had both been out of Hollywood. Yeah. Like, not acting for years well, and years and years. he actually walked away himself because he didn't like that he was only getting offered stereotypical Asian roles, basically. Sure. So he left. He worked in the industry but did some other stuff and then just returned to acting for this role. Yeah. Brendan Fraser just disappeared. Like, the roles just dried up for him. There was some stuff about him and higher-up people in the industry as well. I was going to say, did he get blacklisted for a while for that was, I calling heard, out some shit? I or? had heard that, but I don't... I don't know if that was really it. Cause that shit that happens. Sure, sure. And it's not. And it's like it's, it's it happens to people who are legitimately bringing up, ma- like real issues within yeah. the industry. Like, well, he like um, they should be heard, and then it, but then well, the industry boy- just goes. He boycotted nope, the uh, Golden Globes this year. 
Did he? Yeah, because somebody in power at the Golden Globes, he claims abused him when he was younger. Mm. And he's like, and he's like, my mother yeah. did not raise me to go back on my word, and I'm not supporting that. That's cool. And so he didn't yeah. go. That's good. So, yeah. Take a stand. Anyway, though, uh, good on all of them, all the other people that won. Yeah, it was great. Uh, it was really ev- good, everything uh, really everywhere, good everything everywhere, all at once, fucking swept. Like they, <laughs> they won everything. Yeah. Um, which well, is cool. Sort of, that, sort of that German movie, or not German. Um, All Quiet on the Western yeah, Front. Yeah. Who, who, what country was that from? It was Germany. Was it Germany? Yeah. Which is yeah. actually that's a that's a remake of an old movie. Is it, I know the name is familiar. Is the movie though a remake? I mean, is it not? I mean, I don't think so. Oh, I didn't think so. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, the original the the original one is a is a war movie. I I, I guess I sure. just kind of assumed but the original is All's Quiet on the Western Front. This one is all, all quiet. is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all well, I, is quiet. Well, I think it's based on a. It's based on a novel, isn't it? I I know nothing. A, I know that, nothing I, about it because I'm pretty sure that was up for best adapted screenplay as well. Okay. So, so maybe so maybe know. it was from the same source material. Who knows? And then uh, correction for next week. And then what 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 the hell was the other one? Oh no, that one didn't win. I just watched uh, the Banshees of Inisherin, mm. which was the one with. Um, um, the hell's his name? Handsome Irish dude. Why can't I think? Colin Farrell. Oh yeah. And the other handsome Irish dude, <laughs> yet much older and and uh, much more. Oh, the weird re- eye guy from red. Harry Potter. Yeah, Brent, <laughs> Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, that's the one. Um, which I, I thought he died, dude. I could have swore that we did a a a, a thing about him in the news. Hagrid. Month. Oh, it was Hagrid. Jeez. Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Wow. Yep. I feel I can, like I an asshole like, now. I, I, you can confuse him. No, I don't. I I don't know why I thought that, but yeah. Anyway, I actually like that movie. Some people say it's the worst movie they've ever seen. It's almost like one of those. <laughs> really? It's one of those movies where it, it's it. You either love it or you hate it. There's Fair. really no middle ground. Fair. I really. I I loved it. I thought it was really good. Okay. It's dark. It's sad. It's funny. Uh. The acting is amazing. The cinematography well, reminds in- you of your sex life. <laughs> dark, funny, sad. Yeah. <laughs> the cinematography is incredible. Uh, I mean, you're shooting in Ireland, so how? It's hard to fuck that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, it's very good, though. I, nice. I recommend it. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway, it's been a long intro, so let's uh, move on. Shall yeah. We? Sure. What are we doing this week? Um, James, no, we got corrections to do. Still, remember oh. that thing? Remember that thing that blew my cans off just now? Yes. Yeah, we got that to do. Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay. All right, James. Uh, we are stupid. We are so as the stupid. as the man from UHF says. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Wade Davis is the name of the guy that went to Haiti to investigate uh, all the things for Serpent in the Rainbow. Yes. Uh, Wade Davis <clears throat> is his name, uh, and that movie came out in '85. I thought it was later than that, but oh, 1985 really? that movie came out. Really? Yeah. And right. did you know that was Bill Pullman's only like third, second or third big role? He had just come off of Spaceballs, which was his first like major thing. Yeah, and then he did Serpent in the Rainbow. Oh. So he was, he was right off uh, yogurt, <laughs> straight off the straight, yogurt, straight off yogurt. <laughs> um, let's see here. The Street Sharks they did ride motorcycles, but they did also have a monster truck. Did they really? They did. Yeah. Was it called the the Megalodon? I don't know what it was called, but it it's it's got teeth. Oh, it would if it's a shark. It does, but it's and then it's also got tires with big spikes on it. It's pretty fucking dope, actually. All right, all right. Um, let's see. Um, Tony Shalhoub played Splinter in the Michael Bay TMNT movies. Oh, what did we say? I, I was wondering. I thought 
I because I was like, didn't Jackie Chan play? Oh, that's Cause right. Because Jackie right. Chan's supposed. You said he's supposed he plays, to uh, Splinter in the new movie. Right. Yeah. The movie that I was thinking of that <laughs> featured Jackie Chan as like the wise old mentor was the Jaden Smith version of Karate Kid. He plays Mr. Miyagi in the in the in Karate Kid. Yeah. Keep my son's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie? I didn't. I actually heard it was pretty good. I actually liked it a lot, except for the they blew it on the kick at the end. Did they? Oh, they fucking blew it, Oh, he did it, something dude. different, didn't he? You know, it, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I want to see myself. <laughs> it's fine. He sets himself up to do the crane kick and then does something ridiculous. And what I thought was impossible... Until I saw a oh, guy... Oh, it's like the Phantom Kick, right? Until I saw a guy do it on YouTube like a month and a half ago. Okay. But it, this was also a grown-ass man with huge muscles... I'm a grown-ass man. ...who'd been training his entire life. <laughs> sure, so. sure. And he did it like to a serviceable level. Okay, like he'd, okay. You know, it, you couldn't do it in competition. Okay. Also, I'm pretty sure it would be illegal, just like the crane kick was. You can't <laughs> kick somebody in the face, you know? Oh. So anyway... um, all right, whether or not voice uh, voice work in animated films, uh, whether it's done before or after the animation, kind of depends on the particular studios, and it also pretend, uh, depends on the particular style of animation. But for the most part, the voice work is done first. Okay. And then the animation. That's kind of what I figured, yeah. And then the actors <clears throat> will come back to do any additional dubbing if they need to like refine some stuff. Sure. Um, like I know if they match the mouth up a lot, they'll do it first. Right. Well, but if also, you have characters where that doesn't matter, then yeah, and also like recording the voices first allows the animators to watch the actor's performance and incorporate some of their facial expressions into the yeah, which makes perfect sense when you see Robin Williams going ham in the fucking booth. Right. Like that's where they're getting it from. Right, I get it. Man. I was thinking back to actually we we watched a special features thing on The Little Mermaid when when we showed it to Sadie one of the first times, and they were there's uh. You know how air. When's the last time you saw the Little Mermaid? Um, about twenty years ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> but she does this thing in the in the movie when she's on land, where like if her hair falls in her face, she'll she'll go, yeah. and and that was actually a thing that they took from the girl who did the oh really the voice work. She would be in the she would be in the booth, and her hair would fall in front of her face, and she'd go and blow her bangs out of her eyes, mm. and they were like, oh, that's cute. We're gonna put it in the movie. So. Makes nice. sense that they, nice. you know what I mean. Um, I owe you a beer because Uh-oh. because I cannot, in fact, roll from the corrections to what we're doing to the trailer trash to the news <laughs> smoothly as I've already demonstrated. So here is your reward. Oh, thank you. I owe thank you, you sir. a beer thank straight you, sir. from the cooler. And the last one that I have here, Mike Mignola. Yes. Mignola. Okay. Mignola. Okay. Okay, I got you. Yep. I got you. That's how you say his name. So are we getting into the trailer trash now? I don't know. Are we? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, let's can do trailer I, trash. Can I, can I set it up here? Cause yeah. Because I, I got a good one. Yes. That's what happened in the past. Let's get into what's coming in the future. It's trailer trashed. I'm coming in the future. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ruined it. <laughs> All right, James, uh, we got two for you this week, right. and uh, the first one's a bit of a departure from normal. Okay. And I will let it's you... It's actually f- a rom-com. I'll let you figure out why, you know, on your own. It's not a movie at all. It's it's it's, it's not a, a movie at all. It's a Creed album. It's not a movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> With <laughs> arms wide open. Nah. Look away for a minute. Okay. Don't, don't look at the screen. Right. Don't look. Don't look. All right. All right. Um, I'm just going to be over um, here drinking. Okay. Can I look? No. Yeah, you're good. Well, look who finally showed. Something an invader would say. I've got one that can see. Are you ready to kick ass and chew bubblegum? Save or enslave the city? That's up to you. Coming soon to Kickstarter. Yeah, dude. Yeah, baby. Oh, Kickstarter? I know. I, I figured they had you written all over Fuck it. yeah, dude. Uh, so we're big. Uh, Do you, you know when that <clears throat> when's that campaign start? Uh, they haven't said it. I think you signed up and then the campaign will start. Uh, so the people listening have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I didn't give it away at the beginning because I wanted it to be a surprise. Happy birthday. Uh, all the surprises tonight. <laughs> uh, this is called. This is a, a trailer for a game, actually. James and I are big, you know, cardboard game fans, mm-hmm. and uh, this is uh, a new card game uh, based on They Live, John Carpenter's They Live. Hell yeah! And uh, I figured you'd be very into that, so change it up a little bit this week. Uh, it looks fun though. Um, I'm actually on the Kickstarter campaign site right now. Oh yeah. Oh, is it live already? Boom! Do it. Last I, I know how much you love Kickstarter. Last updated March seventeenth. Yeah, that's uh two days ago. When does this go until? Is it not available anymore? I don't know. Did you did you miss out? I don't know. When it, how old is that? That came out literally like two days ago. Oh well then it's gonna be live still. Why is this Kickstarter UK? Get out of here know. with this fucking <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck Yeah, Brits. <laughs> is it they live assault on uh assault on precinct? Or Assault on <laughs> no, Cable it's, 54? It's two different movies. Um, no, it's... Um, let's see here. Yeah, it looks like it's the same thing. No, it's They Live the Card Game, Save the City, Enslave the City. Save the City. So that's a different game. You're looking at a different game. Oh, here we go. Here we go. There it is. Here we go, there it dude. Is. Coming soon. Yeah. All right. So you should sign up, though, and get... Uh, yeah, well, I'm getting signed up for notifying Notify of Launch right now. Do it. Yes, dude. Sweet. Yeah, into that. All right, uh, the next one is an actual movie, and it is a remake, James. All right. This is, and this is a little bit different as well, it's a remake, but it's a Japanese remake of Cube. Oh. We really liked the Cube series. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Japanese have gotten their hands on it, and they're remaking it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's called Cube. It's going to be on Screenbox. Uh, this is the trailer for it, so... Here we go. It looks exactly like the original. It, it looks like it looks like Cube, but <laughs> um, which is cool. It um, looks good though. I mean, because Cube looked good. It's just weird, though. Like, why after almost what almost thirty years at this point? I have no idea. Twenty five years. I forget when the first one came out. Probably closer to twenty twenty five. Yeah. It was the nineties, mid late nineties. I think the original Cube came out. Like, why after twenty five years are are you suddenly now doing a why not Cube remake? No, it looks good. It looks like the original. They remade a Star Is Born fucking seven thousand times. So. 
Did they? Yeah. No. Oh, There's well. five. There's five of them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. That looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. It. It, I, it, it looks like it looks like the original. It doesn't look like they really updated it much. That's the thing. I think that's the most confusing part. So maybe there's a whole part of this that we're not aware of too. That's yeah. very possible. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, because uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's not like the it's not like Japanese audiences aren't uh, aware of the original. Maybe right? it was a cult. So, maybe it's like a cult phenomenon over there. Maybe it's very beloved by the Japanese people, so they remade it. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, I'm into, that, I'm um, into it. I'll watch it. Yeah. That's uh, Cube. All right. Or as they say in Japanese, Cube. Cube. <laughs> All right, that was trailer trashed. Uh, who knows what we're doing now? What are we doing this week? <laughs> That's what we're drinking. That was trailer trashed. <laughs> Let's get into the bleed feed. Uh, we didn't do what we're drinking. Oh shit! What's wrong with See, us? See, neither one of us. Oh know my how to, god! Neither one of us know how to navigate this shit. <gasps> <gasps> it was your fault. It was, <laughs> it was your fault. <laughs> Cause you had to, you had to, you had to jump in with your clever little. That's what was happening in the past. Here's why we're coming in the future. <laughs> Everybody's coming in the future. You fucking well, skipped the most but... important part of this entire show, which is the beer. Oh fuck! Wow, dude. Oh, uh, you're right. I did. Well, uh, well, let's just get into it now. I guess that's just the way this episode's yeah. going this week. <laughs> I was distracted by your birthday, James. Oh. It means that much to me. Shit, dude. All right. Well, <laughs> this week. Oh, we're a mess. That's all right. This is what this is what happens when you, we. Ex- you always put it out of hand reach. <laughs> what you fuck? This is what happens when we extend the the week by two days. Uh, it is. We it get is. completely discombobulated. All right. So, oh shit. Um. So from Drecker Brewing Company, in. Oop, I know what this means now because we figured it out last time. We figured out the code. Ooh. Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> Fargo, Nodak. I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm with it. This, is, it. this is Master Manipulator Double IPA. Yeah. This is like a, a pretty intense uh, can. I, to I would put the... this art on my walls. Yeah, it's like, very cool. It's, it's very, very cool art. It's just like a bunch of... Uh, costumes and characters not costumes but like characters from different things like bert and ernie are on one side bert and ernie there's uh or at least bert yeah at least the guy that looks like bert there's a ghost there's a pumpkin there's a grim reaper there's like a uh day of the dead guy there's, there's a guy who oven looks mitt. there's a uh kermit the frog <laughs> it looks like a cyclops kermit no yes. his other eye is off oh to the yeah right. you're right yep pac-man kermit pac-man kermit pac-man kermit yeah um, yeah, pretty odd. Uh, oh, and they're all puppets. James? Oh, they are puppets. They're all puppets. Did you realize uh, that? Because it's called Master, Master Manip- Manipulator. See? We can Just like the people out. in these movies are being master manipulated. Right. And they right. find themselves in a pickle. With a hand up their ass. With a hand up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pale, two-row, oats, carafoam, spelt. Those are the malts that they used for this. Okay. The hops are Vic Secret and Citra, and the yeast is House IPA yeast. Wait, Vic's Secret? Vic's. Is it just Vic's Vapor Vic's, Rub? Vic's Secret. Oh, like Victoria's Secret. They just put Vic's Vapor Rub in their, uh, Ooh. In their, <laughs> their shit. Gives it a minty aftertaste. Um, <clears throat> I actually, you want to you wanna talk amongst yourself for a second? I want to see if I can find a... Uh, and um, I just want to write it for it. Uh, yeah. yeah, like you said, uh, the beer is called Master Manipulator, because uh, obviously all the people in this movie, they're, uh, they don't want to be in the game. 
they're just there, and all of their surroundings are manipulated masterfully. Yep. So you, it makes sense. Yep, you're doing good. I know, right? <laughs> but now I'm out, James. I'm out. I mean, you could talk about... I got nothing. Uh, all right, so... Um, <laughs> Master Manipulator is loaded up with oats and spelt. You already and, said this. And hopped to the hilt with our hand-selected Citra and Vic Secret for some serious citrusy and peachy vibes. Ooh, get it? Hand-selected? Because there's a hand up her uh, ass. Uh, 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 I've, I've been hand-selected. I've been hand, hand-selected? <laughs> yeah. I've uh, I've selected which hand is going to go up my backside before. Yeah, yeah. Did you marry him? That one. <laughs> it was you, bud. You were there. Uh, oh, I can smell the peachiness. Just oh, pouring yeah. this. Oh, yeah. It's good, dude. That smells lovely. It does. Do we have an alcohol content on uh, this? 7.5. 7.5. It's a mid-grader. She's a mid-grader. Uh, tomorrow is a work-slash-school day. And I open tomorrow. And so... you open tomorrow. Yep. I got to so... be up in like four hours. So. so cheers to getting four hours of sleep tonight. Cheers. Mm. Oh, my. It's delicious. It is really Drecker, good. Drecker, uh, you're fairly new on the scene, but you've not let us down yet. That's nice, dude. Yeah. Very peachy. Yep, like that. I love it, and I love peach. And I don't like I love peach. peach. You I don't, don't even, like I, peach? I don't even like peach. This is delicious. Do you, you don't even like the fruit? Not really, no. Is it because of the... Is it because of the texture, like the fuzzy no, texture? It's, no, of it's the, the it's the it's the, the flavor. The flavor, yeah, hands down. Really? Um, you you want you want to hear a hot take? Yeah. Uh, uh, peaches. This is gonna piss me off. Uh, peach like a peach cup, like a fruit cup. You know? Yeah. The peaches in a fruit cup yeah. are maybe the worst thing known to man. I feel like that's a hot take because people love a good fruit cup. I oh, I love but, a good fruit but, cup, but I can't do it. Listen, they're they're slimy and peachy. Mm. And it's like it's like well because because you have the the fuzz on the outside of a peach it's like wet hair. It's well, no, the no the peaches in a fruit cup have been they've been take the skin has been taken off. I don't know what the fuck I've been eating then. <laughs> You're just eating really old fruit cups. There's this black fuzz on everything. <laughs> um, oh, no, I I love pe I I love peaches. <clears throat> Ever since the first day I heard the song, I just Millions couldn't get enough of them. I love the song. It's Hell a good, yeah. it's a good, uh, that's one of those good litmus tests for whether or not you're, uh, whether or not you're dealing with people who are in your generation or not. Yeah. You just walk up to them and you say, you say, peaches come in a can. And if they can't tell you the rest of the line. They were put there by a man. Right. In a factory. Downtown. Yes. Um, um it, it's a it's, good... it's a good test though. You walk up to somebody and hey, hey, peaches come in a can. And if they can't finish it, you yeah. don't have any business with yeah. them. Yeah. Right. You know? It's too they're too young. And, they're... and if they say I ate them out of a man, just walk away. <laughs> well <laughs> I'd stick around for the story at least. <laughs> I was at uh I was at Subway the other day because that's that's what I do with my life at work. Hell yeah. And um the girl that was uh serving me, she was like she said something like, uh, "She's like, oh yeah, you, you look, you look like you're more my age." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, well, that's that's a compliment." Everyone usually thinks I'm like ten years younger than I am. She's like, "Nah," she's like, "You look young, but the way you carry yourself." She's like, you're "I'm definitely f- older." She's I'm like, like oh. "I'm 47. <laughs> I'm 47 years old. And I've been smoking cigarettes since I was five. You know what I'm saying? I'm smoking fucking um, Marlboro since I was six. We were talking about music or whatever, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm getting married." And like the DJ that we hired, I'm like, "We were told him we want it very 90s centric. Like that's kind of our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Like we don't like if kids listen to it nowadays." We don't want it. Like just, just save that shit, dude. There's and gonna be so much. Oh god, I'm gonna request the shit out of like 
a whole boys to men album. They're, that's Go fine. Ahead. Perfectly fine. Uh, and she's and she's talking about like yeah, kids kids say they don't they don't know such classics, you know, like blah blah blah. Whatever. I said yeah. I said I said uh, I said yeah. Like we were on. Um, what we say? We were talking to another DJ, and we said something about crisscross, and he didn't know who crisscross was. And she looks at me with the most dumbfounded face. And I'm like, "There's the litmus test." <laughs> but that's it. You just failed. The Daddy Mac will make you jump, jump. <laughs> she didn't know who crisscross no was. No idea. Come on. And she claims she's the same age as us. You know. Well, here's the thing. Crisscross makes you wanna jump, jump. <laughs> but I, I. <laughs> I don't. I guess depending on where you grew up, though. Like no, I, dude, they were a national phenomenon. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, that's they true. They were like Vanilla Ice. They're like not knowing who Vanilla Ice was from the nineties. That's true, in my opinion, at least. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, knows that's that, uh, that's what we're drinking. That's that, what we're talking that's about. What we're talking about. <laughs> we already did trailer trash. Yep. Maybe so, we should. Maybe we should always do trailer trash before. Nah, nah, nah. No, no. All right, let's get into the bleed feed. All right, James, uh, what kind of news do you got for the people? Me? Yeah, you. What kind of news do I have? Yeah. (laughs) This just in. I'm going to be Mike's best man. Yeah. The better man. Oh, you should walk into that. Just Pearl Jam, super depressing better man. (laughs) Can't find the better man. What kind of signal is that sending to your bride? <laughs> that well, she can't find a better man. If she looks at me, she goes, me. If she looks at me and she goes, I'm the better man. <laughs> Surprise. I feel like you would have uh, known by now, but <laughs> Joke's on you, my name is Gretchen. I've been saving you subway subs for the last year. This is my mission impossible face. Quack. <laughs> Apparently, I love Gretchen. By the way, I'm only 24 months old. <laughs> I t- <laughs> That's, that seems inappropriate. <laughs> All right. Oh, anyway. Jeez, dude. Come on. All right. What do you got for me? All right. Uh, not a whole lot this week. Um, there was a death, though, unfortunately. Mm. Um, let's see here. Lance Reddick passed away, which was uh, unexpected, and it fucking sucks, dude. Uh, Lance Reddick, uh, most notable now, is being the Continental's <clears throat> concierge, uh, Sharon, in all of the John Wick movies. So I don't know if you've seen, you've not seen any of those, have you? Did you say concierge? Concierge? Concierge. Isn't that how, how you say it? The, the... Well, how's it spelled? C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E? Yeah. Concierge. Concierge, I'm sorry. Concierge, jeez. <laughs> I think you were mixing it with consigliere. <laughs> Yeah, that. We'll go with that. Concierge, concierge and consigliere. Yeah, it was a concierge. concierge. Sorry, concierge. Uh, in all the John Wick movies, that's kind of what he's his biggest thing now, which the new John Wick movie, I think, just came out this week. If not, uh, next week. The, the, very soon. The fourth one? Yeah. Later this month. Yeah. Later this month it comes yeah. out. Uh, he was in a bunch of other stuff, too. He passed away at 60 years old. Um, mm. They don't know how he passed away. They They claim that it was natural. But beyond that, they have no idea what happened, which hmm. sucks. Well, that's awful. That's super young. Um, he was also in shows like The Wire, Lost, a um, bunch of other stuff. Uh, he was in maybe, and I will, I, I stand by this, that he was in the greatest science fiction television show of all time, which is Fringe. Fringe. 
It's the best show. Yeah. Like I don't I don't I will fight anybody on that. <laughs> um but uh but yeah, anyway though, uh was rest Fr- in peace. Fringe was sci fi? Oh yeah. It was oh, I thought I always thought it was like more paranormal. No, it's definitely sci fi. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Right uh, so anyway I, eventually I should probably watch you, it. Huh? You should. Uh rest in peace to Lance Reddick. Yeah. Again, not a whole lot of news. I only got two things. So okay. yeah, here we go. Uh if you happen to find yourself in Vegas. The It, and this is very, very appropriate for this week's show, mm-hmm. the It Escape Room is now open in Las Vegas. They have, yeah, it's all based on on the book It. This is this is perfect for so many reasons today. Yeah. Um, there's over, what did they say? I'm, I'm reading the release here right now. It's 30,000 square feet of escape rooms. Oh, uh, and there's something like 40 rooms or something like that. No, I'm sorry, 20, half that. But still, there's 20 interactive rooms that you go through. 20 that you have, like the whole yeah. session is 20 rooms long? Don't know, but there's 20 rooms total that oh. you can go through it in some way, shape, or form. Um, and that's absolutely amazing. It uh, Chapter 1 is now open with It Chapter 2 experience opening later this year. Um, yeah, I feel and like we, in Vegas? we need to go to Vegas. You know, here's the thing, like, you want to come on my honeymoon? <laughs> we'll go to Vegas. <laughs> Vegas can be an expensive trip, but it can also not be. Sure. You know? Absolutely. Like, if we just went to Vegas to do that. Yep. Fly could... fly into a neighboring city, though. It's not that far, so the fare's cheaper. Sure. Drive in. Sure. Do this. Drive out the next day. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I Let's would do, do that. Let's do it. You know? Because I know, I know, I I don't have a bunch of money to be throwing around right now because, you know... I don't know, cause cause groceries cost like five hundred dollars for a quarter of a cart. But this will only cost you fifty four ninety nine if you go on a Thursday or Friday. How much? Fifty four ninety nine. Really? That's it. Let's go, dude. Yeah, dude. Plus travel fees. Well, <laughs> I wonder how much. I wonder how much flights to Las Vegas. All right, you know what? You know what? We know people there. Josh, we I know we shit on you a whole bunch. You and Jesse need to take a road trip to Vegas. You're not that far in California. It's a couple-hour drive. <laughs> Take a road trip. Go to the It Escape Room and tell us how awesome it is. No. Yeah. No. Well, he'll probably, he'll probably say it sucks because he likes or he hates good things. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, I I want to no. It, it, instead, we tell. Let's just go. Okay. They can meet us there. Ooh, like date night, double date. Be a little boys weekend. Yeah. Hell, Alex King is close enough too. He's in Arizona. Let's isn't do he? it. Let's meet all up. get together. Podcast we'll meetup. A pod, podcast meetup. Oh, that would actually be really fun. And then we can re- record somewhere. Hell yeah. Probably at Alex's house because he has the setup. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun though. It would be awesome. Oh, shit. Did we just become best friends with people? Well, we're still best friends with each other, but oh, yeah. I don't I don't yeah. think anybody else likes us, so <laughs> Probably we'll, not. <laughs> we'll put this in the play though. We'll uh, we'll live stream the whole thing. Um, there's pictures though. Did you have you seen pictures of this no. place? It looks awesome. What's the? Are you on? Bloody, uh, Bloody Mom, Disgusting? Uh, this one's on Bloody Disgusting. Yeah. So to search for the uh, It Escape Room. Okay. Uh, we have some time to kill here because there's only one more bit of news, so we can talk about this some more. Um, or you can go to escapeit.com. I'm um, I'm on it. So uh, yeah, go ahead. Which one are you on? There's uh, no. There's actually no pictures on the uh, actual website. So. On the actual website? Yeah, go to the uh, the Blade Discussing. I'm on Blade Discussing. Yeah. So yeah, scroll down. Looks... It looks amazing, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Oh, the house on Kneebolt. Yeah, dude. Oh, my gosh, dude. The, the underground layer, the sewers and all that. Fuck yeah, dude. Looks amazing. <sighs> Man. Like, I I want this in my blood. Like, that's that's what I want. Dude, this looks so cool. Yeah. I would love to do this. 
Yep. So anyway, though, uh, if you're in the area, go do it if for nobody else's sake but ours. Um, All right. Following up on a uh, piece of news that we had talked about a couple weeks ago, we talked about how there's a remake of I Know What You Did Last Summer coming out and how both Freddie Prince Jr. and Jennifer Love Hewitt were returning for their roles. Mm -hmm. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr., the baller that he is, has come out basically being like, that's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Uh, Basically... Uh, This is what happened. He says, I have been offered nothing. Nothing. They just said that to get people excited. I haven't spoken to anybody at their company. My agent hasn't received an offer from them whatsoever. I had a conversation with the director a few days after they announced that just to be like, yo, what the hell? Why are they saying that I'm going to be in a movie that I'm probably not going to be in? Uh, And she said, let me pitch you the idea. Uh, let me pitch you the idea. So she's spoken to me about the idea, but I haven't said yes. I haven't received an offer. I have no reason to lie to anybody. I have no skin on the game. I'm only going to do things that I like and work with people that I like, and there's not going to be any wiggle room this time around. I messed up the first time. Now I just want to do stuff that I am passionate about. So yeah, I haven't read a script. I mean, so, that's yeah, that's cool. It's not My like guess, though, is that it's the same for Jennifer Love Hewitt. It's, he's not saying no. He said probably not, but that's not a no. Well, no, he's not. Yeah. But this probably leaves a really bad taste in his mouth. So unless the script is really good. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like who, who the hell was it that like, I, who knows who started that, that rumor though, that they were signed. No, they did. The company did like the actual, like the the directors, producers, whoever's making the movie. They're the ones that released that. Why would you do that? So Yeah. (laughs) Why would you do that? It's so stupid. To back them into it, maybe thinking like, oh, this is how we're going to get them. They can't now let their fans down. Whereas then Freddie Prince is like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck yeah, I can. Because my fans know that I'm, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's so stupid. Freddie dude. Prince Jr. is crazy busy starting his own wrestling company right now. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the name he of He was it? a writer for WWE for a while. I remember you telling yeah. me about that. So yeah. now he's actually starting his own promotion. Yeah. That's cool. Pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, though, that's uh, that's your news for the week. Cool, man. That's that's what we got. <laughs> this episode's a mess. No, it's not. You always say that, and I'm like, I listen back, and I'm like, this episode's not a mess. This is just, or you you just like shitty things. Oh, is that what it is? Could be that. That's why I like you yeah. so much. That's it. All right. Well, anyway, You're my shittiest man. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna take a little bit of a break, and when we come back. We're going to have some brews and look for some clues. Yeah. It's Brews Clues. Arf, arf. <laughs> Throughout this, they'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. I like turtles. Fuck, I like turtles too, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, maybe if you're stuck in an escape room and it's like a cannibal holocaust room and your key is inside the belly of a living turtle, then you might not like turtles. Nice transition. Right? <laughs> or, or you might hate turtles because it's your key and, you know, mm-hmm. you, gotta, you gotta get it. Yep. But now we're in a more saw territory. <laughs> You see, you see that it's a fine line. It's a Uh fine line. Uh, So this week we talked about, uh, we actually didn't talk about this 
because we didn't do the beer at the right time. <laughs> so we never actually said oh. what we were talking about. Well, hey. It's like a surprise party for James's birthday. Brought it back around. It's been a mystery yeah. this whole time. <laughs> uh, unless you looked at the, you know episode title yeah. <laughs> uh we did uh we watched uh the two escape room movies this yeah. week uh escape room from 2019 and escape room tournament of champions from 2021 well the two is the two adam robitel escape rooms yeah there's like a thousand because there's like nine yeah yeah 900 other <laughs> escape room movies i understand why it's a good concept totally i think the first time that i did an escape room i was like this this is a movie this would be yeah great, great horror movie yeah yeah um what are your what are your thoughts on escape rooms? I I know on escape rooms but in tell general, people, dude. But tell the people. Okay, well, <laughs> tell me tell me pretzel, Jim. So, so I so can many re- twists. I can remember the first time turns. I ever. I can remember the first. So when I was in high school, we had this class called Best Class. Did you guys have anything like it? Was uh, it's a it's an acronym. It's. <laughs> That look is awesome. You're waiting for something really shitty from Bad Axe here. It's uh, it's, what in the good old boy fuck is that? It's bovines, <laughs> emus, fucking turtles. <laughs> What's an S? Oh, an, uh, Sam squatches, Sam squanches and turtles class. No, it's uh, business education <laughs> systems technologies, right? So, what good does that do anybody up in the thumb? Up in the thumb. I don't know. There's, Nothing. There's still people who have to work on computers <laughs> up in the thumb. I don't know. They took. Hey, I'll tell you this. They're it, com- mo- bad axe computers are just speaking spells. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. They're not even speaking spells. They're the fu- they're the thing where you pull the cord and the little the <laughs> the cow says moo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that means it's time to milk her. Um, Jesus. No, mama. <laughs> here's the thing. In best class, I learned how to. I learned how to balance a checkbook, I think. I don't know why. It that was just whole mech down here. But I also learned how to use Excel. Okay. And I learned how to use, what's the what's the one where if you're doing a presentation? Um, um, PowerPoint. PowerPoint. I, used to, I learned how to use PowerPoint. And we had to pick a thing that we were interested in. And we had to do a PowerPoint presentation. And what did I do? I did a PowerPoint presentation on the band Stained. <laughs> What does this have anything to do with escape rooms? Uh, well, first <laughs> of all, first of all, will you appreciate the fact that I did a PowerPoint presentation on the band Stain? I can, I can, I can. It was dysfunctional, but I can. Nice, right? It was it was fourteen shades of gray, but <laughs> no. So the first the first my first exposure to esca- to escape rooms was when I was did, in did, when did I was in. At, did you look at the crowd in your class and be like I'm feeling the lightest? <laughs> what? Um, we had a lot of free time in this class. Sure. And so we got to do things like, like there were no firewalls back then, at least not, uh, advanced ones. So I would just go on e-bombs world and spend all of my time there. And e-bombs world had games where they were escape room games, point and click. You were had to escape find rooms really a thing back then. Yep. Well, the okay. games were at least. Okay. You would the 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 story was oh you wake up like you 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 go out you go out to the to the bar and then like suddenly you pass out and you wake up and you're in this mysterious room and you have no idea in Mexico that did well it was Florida (laughs) (laughs) and luckily it was my own room and I didn't have to escape 
but uh yeah that was the thing like there was there was one i remember where you had to you were stuck in a telephone booth and you had to like look at all the clues to get out of the telephone booth there was yeah like and that was i used to play those for hours in best class i loved them loved them and i still love them there's um the room games Mm -hmm. i have every single one of the room games on my phone I've got every single one of Da Vinci's. Uh, is it called Da Vinci's House? On my game, on my uh, nerd dude. I love, I love, love. No, I love, love them too. They're great games. What's your first experience though with an actual escape room? My first experience with an actual escape room was the one that we did uh, it was for Justin's, the architect's. Was uh, it for the architect's birthday? Yeah, I think so. Right down yeah. the right down the street from the Brown Iron Brewery. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was my first, and same, same I for think me. I think only, and we failed. <laughs> we did not get out. Here's the thing, dude. <clears throat> I take this shit seriously. I take this shit seriously. We should do when one. you go into a room with people who don't take it seriously. Yeah, you're not gonna get out no. because people are just grabbing shit. They're throwing stuff on a table in a pile. They're not like. It it needs to be meticulous. It needs to be. You have a very specific character type from these movies, like you are. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Zoe. Well, Zoe's a genius. <laughs> well, I'm just saying though. Like I'm not she a took it all very very seriously though. Well, like, she was all into it. Like totally got it. I would say I'm probably more like the uh, the kid who died first in the first movie. Well, that tracks. Because uh, <laughs> he was. I'm I'm not like uh I'm not I'm not like chronically on social media and stuff like that but he was like uh if I had the the time and the money to do it I think I would be an escape room enthusiast. That'd be great. Like I would yeah. actually seek them out and go do as many as I possibly could. Um but I think like to me it's like if I'm in an escape room and people aren't taking it seriously it I think me It's and like you. you're it's like you're scratching my soul. You and I would be good at going into just by ourselves. I feel like we could run that shit. The only problem I oh. think that I have is that I don't know. I'm pretty good with puzzles, but I'm 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 <laughs> but some, you're not. <laughs> well, no, I'm sometimes I'm sometimes bad. I think you and I think a lot alike, and I, sometimes I'm I get too detail oriented mm-hmm. to the point where I overcomplicate things. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, to me, I I actually, like, I've always wanted to design an escape room, but my puzzles are too hard. And uh, not like... No such thing. Not like a genius level. Not like... Because I'm, I'm obviously no genius. But mine are like... Mine are like... In my head, I go, fuck, if somebody did this and I had to figure it out, that would be amazing. But in the situation... If it wasn't me who designed it, could I actually figure that out? Probably not. Probably not. And nope. then I'm thinking, like, could other people figure it out? Probably not. Yeah, geniuses. <laughs> you're really, you're really low on the totem pole, so I, I have, feel like you're you're selling the rest of them short. So to it, it, so long story long here, escape rooms. I love the idea of escape rooms. I would love to do more of them. I love playing games that involve escaping out of rooms. I love finding clues. I love putting clues together. I love solving puzzles. All of that stuff is like so in my wheelhouse. I love it, love it, love it. This and is why you've been successfully married for 12 years. <laughs> because because <laughs> navigating marriage is just one big 
fucking puzzle. Kind of. <laughs> so, sorry, now that I took 15 minutes no, to explain, <laughs> explain my position on escape rooms, how do you feel about it? They're pretty cool. That's <laughs> uh it's pretty good. Pretty good. I like I like them. Uh, watching these movies, I wanted to be in one the entire time. Like I wanted to be in these rooms. I was like, "Fuck yes, sign me up!" Like <laughs> clearly, we hated these movies. <laughs> there was a there was a specific scene, and it, I don't know why, but it came in the second movie. It came it came to me in the second movie, and it was just when uh, was it the beach? It was the beach. Yeah, the beach was sweet. It was the beach, and it was when uh, Zoe was. Sorry to jump ahead here, but Zoe was already at the top of the uh, the lighthouse. Clearly, she doesn't die in the first one, but go on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and she, and then somebody else goes to climb up, and there's mm-hmm. somebody behind them. And to me, I was thinking, in that moment, <laughs> I would have been scrambling up the ladder and scared out of my my mind. But I I would have also turned around to the person behind me and been like, "Fuck you." <laughs> fun <laughs> like you you're gonna you're scared I, and that's why i said i kind of related to the kid in the first movie too who uh i feel like was killed off sure. a little too quickly because he, he, he was still like he's he didn't believe it was real so he was still having a really good time with it which is why and, they killed him off early though and actually it makes sense actually what's his face from tucker and dale oh yes um, tyler labine tyler labine he even had a little bit of that too like there, he got through four rooms, I think. No, not four. It was three or four. First one, three. Because he, he died in three. I he think. didn't die until the the hospital. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And he even like even after things started to go sideways, like even after things got pretty fucky. He was kind there, of all about There it. were a yeah. few times where he, he was like, oh, shit, like, this well, is he pretty was, cool. He was having fun with that. There's, there's, there's a, a scene that I literally like laughed out loud. He's like, I just climbed a tree for the first time in my fucking life, man. <laughs> like, he, was, he was so happy about it. He was so excited to get a clue. Like, that's, ex- that, that's exactly how I would be in these, in these kind of things. Yeah. Um, anyway, though, Here, uh, before, yeah, we, before so, we ruin everything. Yeah. Um, Escape Room from 2019, directed by Adam Robitaille, who did uh, certain little little movies like The Taking of Deborah Logan, Classic. awesome film, yep. uh, and Insidious: The Last Key. He did uh, one of the later Insidious movies. I've seen that um, one yet. I've not. I've not either. Actually, we need to do the rest of the Insidious yeah, movies. We really do. Um, let's see here. Six strangers find themselves in a maze of deadly mystery rooms and must use their wits to survive. Got to, um, have, got to have your wits about. Main you. uh, main cast here is uh, Taylor Russell, who plays Zoe. Uh, Logan Miller, who plays Ben. Jay Ellis is Jason. Way to be. Okay. Uh, Tyler Labine is Mike. Deborah Ann Wall, who uh, people might know from uh, Daredevil. She is the main uh, the, the main woman in the Daredevil series in uh, on Netflix. Nobody watches Amazing. that shit, you fucking She's uh, Amanda. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Jeez. Uh, and then you have uh, Nick as Danny, who is the... Danny was the... The nerdy kid, right? Danny was the kid who yeah. was all about yep. it. Yeah. Danny Khan. And then uh Yorick von Wageningen. Wageningen. Yorick von Wageningen. <laughs> and dude, he fucking would, right? <laughs> I didn't look this I didn't see his name until just now. I didn't know that that's the name of the actor who played the games master. Yeah. He would. Yeah. 
Yorick von Wagenungen. No. <laughs> like, who else would play the Games Master? That's He comes ridiculous. into play, obviously, later in the movie. Well, obviously, you haven't seen it, but he comes into play later in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's basically is about... Uh, it, this this movie reminded me a of ton Saw. <laughs> of, no, see, you haven't seen it yet. But the new um, The Glass Onion. Oh. It's the same setup. Glass Onion's a sequel to Knives Out, right? Yeah, a bunch of random people. You learn who they are later, but like a bunch of random people basically get this puzzle box. And you have to figure it out, the puzzle box, to get your invite to where you're going. Are you describing Glass Onion or this movie? It's both. Oh, they actually have yeah. to do a puzzle box in Glass yeah. Onion? Yeah, okay. it's it's both. Right on. Um, so like, I'm watching this, I'm like, this is literally the same thing as Glass Onion. This obviously <laughs> came out way earlier, but like, it's the same damn thing. Yeah. Um, and they all basically show up there, a la like something like House in Haunted Hill, a bunch of random people coming together. Yep. They don't know why they're there. Yep. Um, God, this movie really is just a combination of everything. It is. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and yeah, they think they're in the waiting room to get into the escape room and the game starts like they're mm-hmm. right there i i had a lot of fun with this movie i don't want to give away everything like because the yeah, movie it's... the movie is fun because you don't know what's coming next so if you've not seen it watch it uh i'm not going to give or we're not going to give all of that away but um but yeah like the game starts they don't trust each other at first it's a lot of you know fuck you fuck you who are you fuck this guy like that you know all that kind of stuff like yeah. it, it it's very probably real in that sense like i feel like that's what strangers would do well yeah if you show yeah if you showed up and there's five other strangers but like if you're there to do an escape room you think you'd work together a little better than they did like you know what you're there for you accepted the invite if it didn't uh it's it, it became threatening very quickly and i think it's a pretty like i think it's pretty accurate for how people people who aren't like specifically trained to be in situations that are high stress like that. Sure. I think that it would break down pretty quickly. Yeah, I agree. Like you so would, as you would as naturally you threatened, it would it'd be over. Like you would like so in this situation you have a guy like um uh Jason mm-hmm. who he's he's got a very he's got a very inflated sense of like self-worth for himself because yep. he's this he's this like uh wall street big shot like he's very he threw the box away at first told his assistant to try to yeah. solve it like yeah it's out of here yeah he's the type of guy well like i i feel like the i feel like the the types of characters they have in the movie work really well he's the type of guy who obviously he's gonna think like oh well i'm gonna take charge here but he really doesn't know shit you know Not like at all. Not they would have been better off listening to the kid that they all blew off at first which was danny but Danny still didn't believe that shit was real. Right. Like, Danny was so convinced this was all fake. Even when, like, flames were bursting out of the room, would have incinerated them. He's like, oh, no, they wouldn't have actually hurt us. But that's not a that's not a bad thing, per se. Because as long as, as, long as he's using his knowledge of escape rooms to get from room to room... He'd be pretty good at it. He would be your most valuable asset. Sure, sure. So, like, if everybody would have just shut up and listened to him, and just and and he said and he said like everything's a clue, everything is a possible way out. You know, like mm-hmm. you have to look at every single detail. Like, and 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 then when you think back to how they got out of that first room, the 
the simple act of pouring one glass of water for Amanda while she was freaking out almost screwed them Disrupted over. Disrupted the whole thing. You yeah. know? Yep. Like, uh, that's that's really cool. And that's the, that's the type of shit that I love. Like, when you're in this kind of situation, whether it's a, a real escape room in the real world or this type of escape room where you might actually die, don't change the environment because, you know, like, if you're uncomfortable in the situation and you try and comfort yourself even just by like pouring yourself a glass of water you might be screwing up the yeah. whole operation yeah. you got to you have to you have to keep yourself calm to where you don't touch or do anything in the room unless it's intentionally trying to like solve something right uh, like a lot of times they would burst into these rooms and they start throwing things around all over i'm like you're you're disrupting <laughs> you're the room screwing like, everything stop up. stop stop like i was getting like weird uh, anxiety over it mm-hmm. um I it, it goes without saying, and I feel like we have to address the elephant in the room. Um, if these if these these rooms in this movie sounds a lot like the Saw series, mm. you would be absolutely correct. <laughs> um, and I came up with a I came up with a good way of describing it. I thought at least, if the Saw movies right are like equivalent to Stephen King novels, right. The escape room movies are equivalent to like R.L. Stein books, <laughs> kind of right because they're PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. So there's not there's nothing really over the top about them. Like the scenarios are yes, yeah, but they don't show a lot of gore. No, they don't show people really dying all that much. No, they don't show. There's no profanity, which you'd be cursing up a goddamn storm in these things if you were. <laughs> but like, there, it's really easy on all that stuff. And in my opinion, if there if there's a detriment to these movies, that's one of them. I that feel they like didn't go hard R. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna put people's lives at stake and make you really care, not care about the characters, but like be invested in their their anxiety in the rooms, they have to see some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like like by not having that, it kind of not only robbed the viewer of our our weird uh <laughs> girl magnon brain that wants to see people die, but like <laughs> it also robs the characters of their purpose a little bit. Like they need to experience that to really be scared. But at the same time You're I, I know what you're gonna say. What part part of the second movie, where what you see doesn't actually happen. Yeah, but, but people do die though in these movies. That's the thing. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So the people that do die, they should be dead. Yeah, and that's you should true. See it. The people who like the other ones are should be the red herrings. Killed off. Yeah. Yeah. The other ones should be the red herrings. Yeah, you're right. You're and when right. you see, and the thing thing is too is when you see people die gruesomely, when somebody else just dies, you assume they're dead because right. everybody else is dying. Yeah. So. Which we'll get into that uh, more so when we get into the second movie, but like, yeah, it it, it that was definitely a detriment, and I also thought that um, another detriment to the movie was, uh, oh god, what was it? I had, I had another thing that I, I didn't. I, I like these movies a lot, I do, but like there was one other thing that I thought really took me out of it sometimes, besides the end of the first movie, which. If you want me to jump in, yeah, I can no, tell by you. all means, yeah. So uh, there were there were two things about. Both movies, yeah, both mm, movies. That's what it was. Okay. Uh, especially, I, I I noticed it right off the bat in the first movie, and then it continued through both movies. And I was like, come, come on, like you haven't fixed this yet. Like you didn't watch the first movie and realize that this was shit. Um, 
some of the ADR is fucking oh, terrible. That's what I was talking about, the end of the first movie. So, so bad. The movie comes to a climax, and then you have like the last, the tag at the end of the movie. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, you should have just ended the movie. It's terrible. It's awful. And it's, like, and it's I said really, last week that parts of the movie were abysmal. No, this was abysmal. And it's really like, it's it, it's kind of all throughout the movie. Like, anytime they have an opportunity to have a, a person who's slightly off screen speak, uh, they put, they, they, they ADR'd it. And it's like, it, it sounds like, it sounds like a, the difference between me and you standing in a room talking to each other and then somebody standing, in the room with you talking right into your ear and like and it, it it's it's like such a huge noticeable difference and also like just the quality of the acting like the delivery of the lines yeah. in the ADR yeah. is pretty like cheesy so, because they're not drawing on that same emotion when they're doing the ADR in a studio so it's very like kind of wooden and and just doesn't have the same level of emotion to it. Agreed. You know what I mean, I I didn't notice it so much throughout the main bulk of the movie. Maybe a couple times here and there, right? But for me, like I said, it was the ending. It was all the stuff on the plane. Yeah. At the very end, it felt like a Hong Kong eighty-yard voiceover. Yeah. It was, and and the performances were just fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, like it 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 was enough to where I was like. Does, is, is this movie sort of bad? Like, like it was enough to make me think that. Yeah, I, yeah. I realized afterwards, after thinking about it, I'm like, no, the ending was just terrible. But the movie, the the bulk of the movie though, was was good. Even though there was, I did notice parts where the, um, it wasn't so much the ADR that threw me off. It was the sound mixing mm. that threw me off. Yeah, because like you said, it's like really loud sometimes. The voices, yeah, where they shouldn't be. Like like the mixing was a little bit off. And it was distracting. It's a weird thing to be critical about, but it was distracting. And to go to go along with the ADR issue, uh, it's the same same thing. It's it's mainly in the ADR lines. Mm-hmm. They did like a lot of. Um, have you ever listened to an audio play? Yeah. So in audio plays, because you're not getting the visual input they need to describe their surroundings. Sure. They need to like tell you what's going on. So so in the course of dialogue, people will say things that I'm burning from the flames coming out of the pipe. Oh my God, we're standing in a room and it's and it's filling with water. And it's like Yeah. That makes sense in an audio play, but if yeah. I'm seeing it on screen, I don't need you to say that. The visual cues. And they yeah. did that so many times. Yeah. Like it was really bad in the second movie, specifically when he was in the the room that was filling with water. Were they and recording kept, the audiobook at the same time? And he, <laughs> Is and that he, what it was? And he kept like he's like he's like, Oh my god, the room's filling with they're flooding the room. And we're like, Yeah, we know. And he's like, It's filling up fast. Yeah, we we yeah. fucking know. We yeah. can see it. And then there was one part where it was so bad because you could see that his mouth specific like uh, what what the hell is his name? J Ben. Yeah. He said you could see. I could read his lips, and he was saying it's still filling up. You could see him say the words "it's still filling up," but the ADR said something like, "I can't find a way out." <laughs> it's like <laughs> I can see that that's not. It was like watching it. It was like watching uh an old yeah like an old uh. Yeah godzilla movie or something it was like you guys 
Like you fuck, you got a pretty good movie here, mm-hmm. and then you did that. Like sure, why? So they and it um, wasn't necessary. Like none of that. It really a lot. Like it's and sorry, just to, no, not to cut you off. It was the first. It was the first two minutes of the first movie when you see basically the end of yeah. so they like i actually really like the beginning i, oh, I yeah <laughs> I'm they, like, this is starting off good i'm like yeah, all right they I'm into ba- this. Yeah. they basically spoiler alerts if you haven't seen it here spoilers heavy spoilers they basically show you the end of the first movie at the beginning sure. of the first movie and it's like the the first two minutes of the uh, of the first movie are part of the end of the movie and it's really cool you just see ben fall out of the sky and then he's in this room and like he's obviously been through some shit and he's like, oh my God, I need 10 number. But that was my problem with it was he was saying everything out loud. And I was like, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, I've got 10 numbers and I need four. Well, wait, wait, in, All in the fairness, walls are closing in, in on me. And it's like, fairness, dude, maybe not the walls part, but if I'm like looking at a puzzle, I might say, okay, there's 10 numbers. I got to get this. I got to get this. Like I might do that. But you would say it under your breath. You'd be like, oh my nah, God. Maybe, well, it, not if I'm the only person to... in the room, then I'm, I'm not worried about looking stupid. But that's <laughs> not, say it out loud. But that's not like you're not. No, I've I don't, done this. I just, I've done this before when I would when I lived at the apartment, right? Yeah. And I got a bunch of new movies in, and I had to redo my shelves. I'd be like, "All right, I got horror over here. I got this over here." I would say that all out loud to me. Yeah. While I was like reorganizing things. Yeah. I would do that. So that didn't bother me so much. But that's in a situation. But being like, I wouldn't be like, "Oh God, it's cold in here. I should shut the door." Like. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> well, and it's just I, I think also in a high stress situation when you've got your adrenaline f- pumping and stuff like that, I just don't think that you would. I don't think that you would say those things out loud. Maybe not. I mean, I think you would shut down and get hyper focused on your task. It like, definitely is. It definitely um, is a problem with the writing. And like the person writing was the those, word that you those, couldn't find a problem. No, 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 <laughs> no. It definitely though the the writers though it was them not like they should have used the dialogue they wrote as descriptors in the script so that the the character and the actor knows what situation they're in, right? As opposed to them saying it out loud, right? Um, to me, that's a that's a writing flaw. Then that's a young, probably a young writer wrote this. I don't mm. know. I have no idea who wrote this movie. That strikes me though as like a young writer's flaw. Yeah, you know, not really knowing the correct way to 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 word things, if you will. That's a good way of looking at it. I because yeah. to, to that maybe it was a maybe it was a <laughs> yeah, I'm actually in, up. an inexperienced writer. Because to me, my thought was, I feel like they think their audience is really stupid. <laughs> And they literally need to say everything out loud. Yeah, I my guess is that it wasn't that. Call me crazy. Um, let's see, what else did this guy write? Uh, he did. He wrote Samaritan with, uh, which was the um, Rocky, who played Rocky, uh, Sylvester Stallone movie. Uh, he that did was that. that you just you just did the the most midwestern <laughs> the most midwestern glottal stop I think I've ever heard. He did Samaritan. <laughs> what the it's fuck, dude? Samaritan. 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 Yes. Um. So he did Samaritan. <laughs> so this is written by two people, and if they have the same writing credits, I'll know they work together. Um. Oh, he's yeah. No. He also did Ninjago. 
Yeah, so most of them, or most of them, both of them don't have a ton of like big movie credits to their name. Sure. So I'm going to go ahead and just say that it was that. It's, it's just, just a, like, they're young uh, writers, probably. Yeah. Again, again, I don't know that for sure. Don't don't take that as, well, the one uh, was as a, gospel. The but. one was staff writer for American Gods, Black Sails. Granted, staff I, writer. That's that's low in the totem pole. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty low. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Let's talk about things we loved about the movie, though. Okay. Before we move on. Sure. Um, I fucking loved the bar the upside down bar that was cool was amazing yeah so fucking cool like i'm watching this like i want to crawl around this (laughs) and maybe die i don't even care like (laughs) i'll I'll take that chance (laughs) so here's the thing had and once again spoilers because we're going to kind of jump ahead to uh something that happens in the second movie had two people like this there's this idea. There's like this idea that uh, Minos, who, which is the company that put together the this escape room, there's this idea that they're almost like omnipotent. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they're always watching and From they the mountains of omnipotence. <laughs> they're they're always watching and they're always uh, able to sort of affect the situation in, in exactly the way that they want to. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Amanda is the only one who ends up falling in that in that mm-hmm. situation. Had another person fallen, like Jason was kind of jumping around and he almost fell a couple of times. Had he fallen, would they have taken him and tried to do with him what they did with Amanda? Well, like being that we know, being that we know that fallen, you know, that we know the story of the second movie was drastically changed. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that it was thought that those people would survive. Right. Spoilers again, sorry. Sure. Um, no, I, I, this is okay. It's, it's hard. I said this earlier, and it's really, really, really hard to watch these movies and not compare them to the Saw movies. Yeah. Because you want them to do certain things in this movie. They just don't do it. They're not, I don't, I don't want, I don't, I don't mean this to sound bad, but it goes back to the writing again. Mm-hmm. The writers, they're just not keen enough. They're not, I don't want to say smart enough, but they're not like witty enough to write that kind of movie and and therefore Where it was we didn't like get so it. planned out yeah like, like with saw these movies like we've lend about themselves how... to it like i right. would gladly take now that the saw series we're getting new ones yes but we're not getting them every year anymore sure. right i would gladly take a witty smart escape room franchise that is it's the same thing every fucking year, <laughs> like the Saw movies, yeah. but there's an underlining story that keeps you coming back, right? Sure. I would kill for another one of those, and these, this franchise is ripe for the picking with that. Well, I mean, because I mean, it's you know? really... Like, it's, it's perfect for it. Because it's really... I mean, it's got elements of Saw. It's got elements... What else did you say? It's got elements of... Oh, was, I uh, mean, like Cube. I would almost kind cube, of... Cube, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's got elements of Hostel, especially Hostel 3, where there's like rich people who are placing bets on yep, who, yep. who can survive the longest and stuff like that. So it definitely has... It's got lore, you know? Like, it's sure. got this... It's... It, I think that it was if it was in more capable hands. I don't mean that as a slight, but it's the truth. If it was in more capable hands. These movies probably would have been even better. Yeah, and and the world building they could have done, everything else, like it's like ah, it's like it's right, to, it's like right there. You I know? don't think they're done though. Um, as of right now, there's no third movie in production. Not in production, but that doesn't. Because here's the thing, I said to you earlier. I'm just going to say this now because I might forget it by the end of the show, even though we haven't talked about the second movie yet. 
the changes that they made because the, we're going to talk about how there's basically two different cuts of the the yeah. second movie yeah. like and it's and br- drastic cuts there are yeah there are huge differences between the two different cuts of the movies that completely changes the story and i feel like the ending that they ultimately went with was done in a way so that they can continue the series if they want to maybe that's that's extremely possible and although i mean like the the other one would have helped would have would have been able to extend the series too but it it would have been like let's not get there so yeah so let's not get there yet yeah because okay. i can add a lot to this but i don't want to like forget about the sure, first movie sure. um back to things we like though yeah sorry i know we're so, jumping around <laughs> uh i i mean i loved just the overall feel of everything mm-hmm. each room had its own unique feel like when they move from inside to then you're you're literally outside. Yeah. They did this in both movies. But like there's always this big sprawling outdoor scene. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, like the one first movie did it better than the second movie, I thought. Totally. Like the um, cabin in the woods. Yeah. With the like the and winter. It was cold and there's like a deep yeah. Like the deep um uh water underneath or whatever. Yeah. And fucking awesome. That so was very good. cool. That was the that was the room too that humbled everybody. Right. Like they had a lot of like prom- providence uh, or prominence rather in, in, in how the characters developed after that. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yep. Um, yeah, there was like I said, we loved the bar scene. Uh, I feel like they, I feel like 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 they they waited a little bit too long to introduce all of the individual characters' connections to the room, and it's like I'm thinking that in the movie, and within the next five minutes. They start talking about their past and how they're all connected. Mm-hmm. Each and each room is connected to one of the participants' past, right? right? I thought they could have done that before I even thought of it, though, and it would have been maybe a bit a bit better. Mm-hmm. They waited a little bit too long, I thought, for that. Um, but let's see here. You have um, the oven room mimics Amanda, uh, Deborah Ann Wall's character, from surviving an IED in the military. She was burnt to a crisp, basically, and blown up, and yeah. so that's where the the oven comes from. Mm-hmm. You have the freezing room comes from Jason surviving freezing conditions for several days after his boat crashed, which I loved his whole story that he told. And then people started calling him out like, you, you're you a fucking asshole. You murdered your friend. Yeah. <laughs> loved that. Yep. Um, let's see here. Uh, the upside down room mimics Zoe surviving a plane crash where her mother and other dead passengers were hung upside down for over a week. Mm-hmm. She talks about uh, the poison room mimics Danny surviving carbon monoxide poisoning, which let me get back to that fucking room when I'm done here. The trippy room? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the acid room remi- uh, mimics Ben surviving a car crash when he was under the influence of drugs. Which room was that? It says the acid room. I know there's an acid room in the, the second movie. No, the acid room was in the second movie. Yeah. What, what, are, they, what are they talking about? The acid room. Was there... There was no acid in this room, was there? You're not talking about acid like dropping acid, no, are you? Because so. that was And there's a compression room that mimics Mike's nearly being crushed to death by his mind collapse. That makes sense. Was there an acid room compression? in compression what was the compression room? Uh in the beginning. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that was that beginning and the end. But that wasn't Mike though. That was Logan. You mean Ben. Or Ben, sorry. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't really matter who was in. Like, each, yeah, I, each yeah, you're room right. Is, you're right. Each you're room right. is uh, uh, related to somebody. So you said the which which room did you say was the carbon monoxide room? That would have been the hospital. 
That would have been the hospital, and that would have been Danny. That would have been Danny. Yep. So there was the oven. There was the outdoor freezing mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. There was the... The upside-down bar. Upside-down, which was uh, Zoe. Zoe, yep. The poison room hospital. Poison room hospital, which would have been Danny. Yep. Uh, and then there's the compression room, which was Mike. And the drug room, which was... Well, the poison room was the drug room, wasn't it? No, I'm... Okay, rewind. Yep. So there's yep. the oven room, which, which is... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which okay. is Amanda. There's yeah. the freezing room, which yep. was Jay. Upside uh, down Jason. is Zoe. Upside down is Zoe. Is the poison room and the acid room two different things? There is no acid room. Yeah, okay. Uh, there's the hospital room, which that's the one where there's they're breathing in toxins. So that to me probably toxins? makes more. Which one was that? That was the. They're in the hot. It's it's where they all figure out how they're connected, because they were all lone survivors. Okay. And they're all they all find their separate hospital rooms, you know? Yeah. So the LSD room though was no, that was in the first movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's the acid room. Okay. Oh, we're, so you meant acid yeah. like tripping yeah. on acid. So I'm thinking of acid because the way that this person who I got this from wrote it, I'm thinking of acid as in mm. the second movie. No, the LSD room, which is was totally unexpected in this movie. I did not expect them to do a room where they're we're, literally like high on acid and like where it suddenly became a nineties and like, yeah, it became a nineties music video. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I did not expect that, and I liked it a lot. So was that one supposed to be for uh, for Ben? Yeah. Okay. Because drug use, basically. Drug use and yeah. is my understanding. Of okay. It. All right. So now we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I um I really 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 and had a f- had a fun time with the first movie. I did too. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, it was a it was a, r- a roller coaster. Liked it. It was a bit uh, fantastical. Sure. Yeah. I you mean, know, these things could never happen in real life. Right. You have to kind of get past that if you're a realist and you're like, this isn't this would not actually exist in the real world. Well, it's like, actually, it's uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. It's fun. Okay. They built gigantic uh, warehouse things and there's rooms and whatever. Yeah. Get get over yourself. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's the Truman Show on crack. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um. So then you so the, we get to the end of this movie and uh, we talked about this earlier and it's this awful fucking scene where they're on a plane and one well, of the stewardesses... Hold on. Well, first they meet the game master. Oh, shit. Yeah. They, uh, ben Ben escapes the crush room and he gets out. And Zoe is smart enough to find a way out. And the games master... Well, they all think Zoe's losing her mind and she just starts smashing the cameras and like... And you you basically see her inhale a bunch of poison and she, you think she's dead. Sure. Um... And then Ben manages to get out of the crush room, and he's greeted by this English dude, the games master Wu Tan Yu, just a stupid fucking name. Even well, if it, they even explain if it, it. I know, I yeah. get it. I get it was an anagram, but it was a stupid name. Yep. Um, R.L. Stein. <laughs> <laughs> is that an anagram? No, I'm just saying. Like um, this is the that's something that would a young adult reader. Yeah, would, yeah. Um, so he he meets this guy and he's like, oh, we've been doing this for years and we have very wealthy clients who pay to see people get out. And we decided that we wanted to see the lone, you know, like people who were lone survivors of situations. And he's explaining all of this to him and telling him, by the way, ten thousand dollars, not enough, not enough. No. <laughs> like, no. 
Um, but then the the obvious happens, and he goes to kill Ben because they're not going to let somebody live after this situation, like because they go sure. to the cops. So he goes to kill Ben, but then Zoe pops out of nowhere because she had actually survived the poison room, and she comes out of nowhere, and they fight this guy. They end up killing him. I did kind of like how suddenly he became a player on the board too. Well, it's like there's somebody above him. Like he was yeah, also a pawn. Yeah. Right. And yeah. he might and that might not have been the intention. Like maybe he was a player. No, I don't think I think he was the games master, but I think that is like these people at the top are so petty and they're so they're so interested in just the spectacle of it, of it all that as soon as the tables turned for him they were like, oh, he's in the game now. But they would have had to have had his, like, here's the thing. There's a big screen that shows all the different players. Mm-hmm. And that they're X'd out. It's their status, whatever. Like a, like, a, like a video game. He had a picture loaded up, ready to be in there. It's like they, they planned on this either happening at some point in time or this was their plan all along. My, like, my all guess, roads led to there, and they were going to put him in the game. My guess is this company probably has every single person involved with the whole situation yeah probably true. with a picture and all they'd have to do is like put the picture and his name up real quick and that's that's all you know mm-hmm. and with the way they are where at any point in time anybody can be part of the game i'm guessing they just had it loaded up yeah or had it ready true. to go that's fair that's so fair. anyway zoe and ben end up surviving the situation they get out and at the end of the movie, you find out that this company is still around. They're still around, and they're still interested in somehow getting. Well, they don't want to. They don't want them to survive, right? Or leave, right? And they know that Zoe has a fear of flying, so they basically rig up this whole aircraft crash scenario, and it shows them in their big workshop working on the aircraft, Train, basically like, doing like a flight which was simulator. So lame, like it was just yeah, lame. that like, was like don't show the peak behind the curtain. Yeah. you don't need to see that. Right. It was lame, and that was the beginning of the end of the end of this movie for me. Like it was just like not beginning. I guess that was the the end of the end, but like. Yeah. That whole last bit that they set up for for that was was awful. Yeah, they do call back to it in the second movie, which we're gonna get into now. Um, but yeah, the first movie though loved it. Thought yeah. it was great. Yeah, I thought it was a lot thought of fun. It was fantastic. Yep. Um, okay. I, I I think uh, you know don't go into it expecting a f- like just go into it ha- looking to have some fun. Yeah, yeah. I I, I could see turn your, turn your brain off. Enjoy right. it. Right. Symbols that or turn your brain on escape room tournament of champions, which they had to say in the movie. This is a tournament oh, of champions. I guess it's just another one, like 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 so bad. New writers or something. I don't know. Like it's just stupid. Yeah. Like you don't have to say it all. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, directed by Adam Robitel once again. Same guy that did the first one. Six. Uh, where are we at here? Six unwilling un. Six people unwillingly find themselves locked in another series of escape rooms, slowly uncovering what they have in common to survive. Uh, Joining forces with two of the original survivors, they soon discover they've all played the game before. I thought that for a direct sequel to the first movie, having a tournament of champions was a bit early. They should have done this in like the fourth or fifth movie. Because they could have showed... 
all of these characters. I'm getting back into Saw territory. Yeah. <laughs> they could have showed all these characters, maybe at the beginnings of other movies. Like these are things that other people were going through. And then now they bring them back five movies later, right? right. There's like there, there's so much they could have done in world building, I felt like, before they got to this point. But you would Just have also opinion. so you had six people here, two of them from the first movie, you, you would have had four other champions, which means four other movies. Which means at least eight years. I don't know. So by the time you got back to the Tournament of Champions, you would have had these same actors aged ten years that's, almost. But that's fine if you if you're going by an actual timeline. But like I don't um, know. I just unless feel like, unless I hey, saw did it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like they could have they could have used the concept better to yeah. to world build and and that could have gone a long way for them building a franchise with the. The studios too, you know. Now there wouldn't be a movie put on hold; it would be in production again. You right? Know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, you have uh, Taylor Russell once again as Zoe. Logan Miller returns as Ben. Ben has now turned his whole life around. He was like a drug addict in the first, or an alcoholic. Yeah, he was a in mess the first in the movie. first one because he was he had survivor's yeah. guilt. From... Now he's all, now he's all good. He's yeah. working good. He's got a promotion at work. Zoe though wants to suck him back into the life because she cannot leave. Oh, she wants well to suck him alone. Right. She does that too. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Thomas Co- Cockerell. Cockerell. I okay. Tom Tom Cock. It's a fun name. Uh, he plays Nathan. Uh, Holland Roden plays Rachel. Um, uh, Rachel was the which one was Rachel? Rachel was, was she the, the influencer? No. Uh, no. Rachel was the uh, EMT. The EMT. Okay. Uh, Nathan was the the priest. Priest. Yep. Uh, India Moore was the influencer. India Moore was the influencer. Uh, and then Carlito Olivero, who was Theo, the boxer. Right. And there's other people that we'll talk about later. Not important yet. Not important yet. Um, yeah, so there. I like the setup to this, even though it, it set, gave me vibes of Midnight Meat Train like crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the setup of it. It's, again, you have to turn your brain off to, to, to think that the New York subway system suddenly has a secret track that goes to... Torture rooms, like well, it would never happen in real well, life. But, but what? Uh, what was his name? What was the boxer's name? Oh, uh, Theo. What Theo says is actually accurate because he says there's like hundreds of miles of derelict track down here. True. That's true. That like, is true. That there is true. are. It, and uh, what did we talk about? A couple mimic the the movie mimic. They end up on. They end up on some derelict track underneath the city, like two miles, don't they? There is like there's there's tunnels underneath uh, New York from from like old old rail lines that go off into yeah. nowhere that are sure. completely abandoned. And I guess my about. point is, how do you build a complex like what they have without drawing? They are Minos. That's right, Illuminati. They have I, I, <laughs> well, and that's kind of the thing. Is yeah, like it Minos is. It is. Minos the the this company who's who's uh, behind this whole thing seems like they have unlimited resources, yep. unlimited manpower, uh, unlimited time, and and they're just like that's that's what this they do. Is, that's that, what uh, they do. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I do. Um, so you have uh, you have um, Zoe and Ben who are. They're they're basically trying to bring the Minos Corporation to its knees. Zoe has basically uh, spent the last few months just obsessed with finding out exactly what this company is, and because after the events of the first movie, 
the four people who died in the escape rooms news articles came out about them about like oh this person died in a climbing accident and this person died in a drowning accident all ways that would reflect how they died in the escape room so minos has the pull they have the the ability to to have you know have these fake cover-up stories made about the people who were dying in their escape rooms and zoe figures out that (laughs) which why would a company who never wants to be found out ever why would they take their because she finds she figures out that like their little emblem like their minos company emblem Mm -hmm. is actually like an mc escher staircase folded in on itself three times See, this is and then if you expand it and you look and like oh it's got overlapping repeating numbers of 22 and 11 if you do all this and blah 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 you you end up with this central location where the 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 gps the or the with coordinates the coordinates will take you exactly to this abandoned building in manhattan this is where they wouldn't do that (laughs) see but 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 this is where again, and I and I I'm blue in the face and saying this. This is where the saw the saw part comes in, because they could be like they could twist this in a couple of movies to where it's like, you are the best. You figured out my code. <laughs> I've made you the person that you are. It is now it, it now it is up to you to continue the ritual. Like like they okay. could, they could do that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that makes sense. Like like the cult of Minos. Yes. Yeah. Like they could totally do that. Like, the person who is who is currently in control now was a contestant ten years ago, right? Like, and they've been looking for someone to take over, and they haven't found anybody in in five years. Like, okay. there's a story there. They can yeah, absolutely on, do that. Yep, yeah, I'm on board with that. But again, I don't think that was ever even thought of because these writers aren't the greatest. <laughs> like, they can make it an entertaining movie, sure, but like in terms of world building, not there. Yeah, they're not. Say, the, they're not the worst either. Like, they've they've built a decent world here. It's just oh, that oh, it's just that they went too hard. What if in two movies? What if it's intentionally you, dumb to throw you off, and Jigsaw is now behind these? Oh, All of his shit. other shit got figured out. <laughs> well, Jigsaw's dead. Has been for like twenty years. Is he? Oh, what you don't see doesn't happen, James. Oh, but I saw Jigsaw get his throat cut with a bone yeah, saw. Okay, fine. <laughs> bone saw is ready. Bone saw is ready. All right. Um, I don't know. I I really just like. I, I, I wish that this movie did a better... I, I don't even care if it was a complete ripoff of the other series, right? I don't care. Just make a good, compelling story. And then these movies, well, I, but I they, like them, but I like them, but they piss me off because they could have been so much better. Yeah. Like, that's really what it is. Yeah, that's yeah that's the thing. It's that's like I the love, thing. It's like I love my son, but God damn it, you could have been so much cooler. <laughs> And I'm disappointed in you. You fucking nerd. <laughs> Pick up a football. Like, I'm so happy you have your life together. But fuck, you could have been a millionaire by now. No, um, and uh, I'm on, I'm in the same boat. Like yeah. I actually really well, like your kids too. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I actually really liked. I liked both these movies a lot. But sure. there were so many times where I was just like, oh, that's not what I would have done. There was a point in time in the second movie where I was like, fuck, they're just doing the same 
exact thing. Yeah. But then they changed it. They yeah. zagged. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, we're well, good. We're good. We haven't They're, even. They are actually adding story to this. We haven't even dove into the actual plot of this movie yet. Be my so, guest. so Zoe and Ben decide to go to Manhattan to look up to to see if they can find the location of this mysterious building. Mm-hmm. When they get there, they end up getting robbed, and they chase the they chase the guy. Who robbed them? I called that right off the bat. Absolutely, I'm like, this dude. guy's a fucking yeah, plan. this guy's a plan for sure. They know so, they're coming. Come on, like, oh, like we know you're the coming. The, the, the Minos <laughs> had really good fingers, and they knew exactly when they were mm-hmm. going to come. They could feel them start to quiver a little yep, bit, and yep. so like so. tighten up around them a little bit. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Uh, um, so we doing audio porn now apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, so they end up on this subway train with four other mysterious strangers. Which the subway train was a great setup. It was cool. I loved it. It was cool. Yeah. Um the like so yeah, I loved the idea of this movie. It, like the idea behind Minos being able to not just like not just take a building in the middle of nowhere and turn it into this crazy escape room, but to be able to like literally reach their tentacles out into the city. Anime style. And yeah. And be able to <laughs> and be able to <laughs> and be able to like contrive this whole situation. My yeah. Out of it out of uh, you know several city blocks I thought was really cool. My question was those we know how Zoe and Ben got there. Everybody else though seemed like they were there on their own volition. How did the rest of them get there? Yeah. Like none of the rest of them really seem like they think anything is wrong. So how do they get those exact people in that exact space? Yeah. That's, yeah, because they didn't get an invite this time. No, that they was, didn't get the invite because the that was just a forgotten part of the story. That's actually a good point. I didn't. I, I didn't even forgotten. think about that. Yeah, I didn't I, even I, think about that. Like, how did they get on the train and nobody else got on the train? Exactly. That's exactly. A, that's a good point. And like the last two come on huffing and puffing, they're chasing someone through. That's 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 pretty fucking crazy. Yep. How did they get the rest of them there? That's a really good point. And they all li- and they all that. just live in New York. And Nate's like, like, like yeah. <laughs> oh, di- yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense. Well, Brianna was not necessarily living in New York. She was a travel blogger. Okay, fine. So she was in New York. She happened to be in New York. On that exact train at that exact time. <laughs> Nate was just drunk. Yeah, so I guess he could have stayed there for a while. Like, who knows where he came. He might have just, like, stumbled on or, you know, the... I don't fuck. I don't know. That's right, a good though. that's it, a good point, dude. Yeah. Like how how did they get those specific people? It's, it's inconsequential. It's, it's one of those things in the writing where it's, it's just inconsequential like, to the story, but when you start to break the movies down, yeah. it's the, the the cracks in the cement, you know? Right, like, right. Yeah. Um, so regardless of how they all get there, these six people end up on this train. They end up uh escaping the train that whole scene was pretty cool i i liked the it went well, a bit long it, in my opinion it got it did go it did. long and it and it, and toward the end i was just like they'd all be dead by now why did you have to have 12 tokens just make it five <laughs> right you, you literally yeah. could have cut 10 yeah. minutes out of this just make it five fucking tokens <laughs> but yes exactly <laughs> like yeah it, yeah it that whole scene went on for like 25 minutes it's like man this is like 
forty percent of the movie mm-hmm. we just went through. Yeah. Um. So by the end of that, the boxer's gone. He's he's gone. Yeah. He, he gone. Yeah. Um. They get out of there. Got knocked out. Uh. Did they go into the? So once they were in the underground that, tunnel and it and it and it, and it uh, collapsed, it, was the next scene the beach? Was it though? Oh yeah, because they're in the uh, elevator. They're in the elevator, and that's when they talk, and they they realize they realize that they, they realize that they're all part of well, something, right? Well, they realized when they were on the subway that they had all been part of a Minos escape. Sure, room but thing they before. but they get to know each other though more though on the yeah on the elevator. Is, I think? That, is yeah, that what it is? Yeah, that's when they discover that all of them have won before. Yeah, is that is that right? Is that, no, that was in the train. That was in the train. I think it's just when oh because somebody says where, no, there, part, does, no, did no, anybody they know the his? They are on the elevator because that's when the priest outs himself as I used to be a priest and then this and that they were on like an elevator yeah and then they eventually had to get off and they, that led into the the beach the scene. beach scene yeah. which I like the beach the scene beach I thought was that great. was really cool what I loved is learning after the fact that the the production actually created that they used like. Something like seventy tons of sand, really? or something like that. Like even though the uh, the 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 digital effects when people were like slipping into the sand were dog shit, <laughs> like like the worst. <laughs> I think the uh, the only one that I thought was really really bad was when Ben went under. I thought they were all bad. I, I personally, but that's just me. It was the bubbling. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was bad. the bubbling. Why does sand like, bubbling? Yeah, but sand it's doesn't not, bubble. Sand doesn't bubble. If there's if there's air coming out, it might shoot up a little bit. Yeah, but, but it's, it not gonna bubble. it's not going to bubble. That's not wrong effect. You use the lake effect for mm. for sand. <laughs> <laughs> wrong thing. Sand doesn't boil, bitches. Um, um but yeah, I I like that whole scene. Like, I I really liked that entire setup. Like in all the the clues and this and that, and then there's the actually the that... anchor under the sand and the the shells over the eyes, and then like they flip a switch and it becomes nighttime, so they have to use the 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 light lighthouse or whatever. Like I thought everything in that room was really fucking cool, loved it. So the weird thing, the weird thing too about that was so Brianna ended up ended up going through the fridge. Yeah, and <laughs> sounds weird. Just watch the movie. <laughs> uh, Zoe and. Um, the rest of them, basically. Well, it was well, just Ben ate that, shit. Yeah, Ben ate shit. Nate ate shit. See, and that's that's another thing. Going we'll back get, we'll to the we'll, like, we'll, if you we'll, didn't, I have if, an explanation. If you didn't see it, it didn't happen. I have so Nate might actually still be alive. Well, at the end of the movie, though, they say we found five bodies. Oh, which does actually. Well, they would have found four bodies. Well, four, four, four. Well, put it this way: they they found all of the bodies for the people that died. Unless okay. they found a different body. Oh. And they could bring him back. If you don't see it, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Misdirect, bitch. Yep. <laughs> That's what it is. Yep. I don't know. Who knows? Well, yeah. Who knows? Well, yeah. Because, I mean, they, they talk, like, in the beginning of this movie, they talk about how they how Amanda died in a climbing accident. Mm-hmm. But she ends up being alive still. No. Not originally, but yeah. <laughs> Which one of these was the original ending? Was it the one with Is- Isabel Furman? No, no, without. Okay. So that's another person that we'll get back to. Yeah, when we talk so, about alternate so, takes. So, so anyway, yeah, the beach scene was really cool. I, I felt like the beach scene went on a little long too. But I enjoyed there that. Were, one, yeah, there I was really uh, like. Yeah, the difference between the beach scene and the train scene was the train scene was just a lot of the same thing going on. 
It was just, oh, there's electricity. The beach had a lot of different areas, a lot of different Yeah, the beach had the hut, it had the lighthouse, it had the boat, it had the beach, it had the, like, there was a lot of shit going on. On the in the beach scene, and it was it was really cool. I I liked it a lot. This um, uh, this led into uh, the bank, right? No, that led into oh shit! Oh, we skipped the bank. Whatever. So the bank was cool, but so it went from the first the it went That's from the right. train right. to the bank, and the bank was I I thought the whole I thought the shit with Nate doing the oh god God spared me because of some reason and like and he yeah, that was dumb. It was it was just corny. Yeah, I thought yeah. like and he's walking around like oh. That's <laughs> like, the I that's the thing that I yeah. found really corny. Like I like yeah, the like, idea yeah, of if, the bank, but I like the the bank was the bank was cool overall. It just I just it, it remind it, that was the one room where I was like okay. There's no fucking way this could exist in real life. Like with the lasers and the and the the tiles and the this and the that. Like like I know the movie is turn off your brain, have fun with it, right? I get that. But you but there but movies also exist in their credibility. Like they they're more effective when you can actually believe it could happen. Even if it's fantastical, like there's a part of you like that guy Mike, that could not this. It was all it was how also do you, the how do you it was also on. the place where I felt like they took the biggest leap in solving the puzzle where uh both of them found the door that said Sonia. Yeah. And then one of them opened the door and a bunch of diamonds fell on the floor. And one of them opened the door and it was two uh two bands, like two yeah, two uh you know, like bands of cash. And <laughs> Zoe goes to pick up some of the diamonds and they turn cuts out to, they turn out to be really sharp diamonds and she cuts her finger and then the other people across the room have bands of cash and then the leap in logic was it's blood money Ben goes Ben goes oh uh, blood money numbers uh oh what is it when uh when somebody gets paid for another person dying what does it mean and she goes blood money is that they want act- you to put your blood on the money is and that I was actually like, that's the definition of blood money stupid blood i don't mo- think it is i think blood money is something else yeah is blood, well, is blood money when you get paid to kill somebody is that basically what it is well blood blood money i think is when you get when you're when you get financial gain off of somebody else dying. Okay, I guess that works then. Okay, I think when I when I watched, I was like, I don't think they have this definition right. <laughs> they 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 clearly did, but um, yeah, I don't know. I the bank scene was cool. That was the one that was a bit far fetched to me because it was like a cross between we talked about earlier the um or we didn't talk about earlier. <laughs> wink wink. Uh, in Resident Evil, like the, the there's that the the laser grid that like cubes a bunch of people in the, yeah. the original Resident Evil movie. Yeah. Um there, I know we deleted yeah, that. Yeah, we did. The... Yeah, because I was stupid. Um but it's like it reminds me of that in like a Mission Impossible movie. Like it just it just it just kind of jumped the shark a little bit at that point. Yeah, well, especially I, I mean, know. like at this point we all know that like a laser room is unrealistic unless sure. you have something in the air that will show the laser. Like you have to have a fog or a powder or smoke in the air sure. that will show the lasers. Otherwise, you can't see the, the well. Band. Those kind of those kind you can. No, you can't. Even the ones that like can cut through shit. Nope. No, you can't okay. see the you can't see the laser itself. 
unless there's smoke, something to smoke, to powder, yeah. something, something in the air that will that creates like. A, Are you telling me that Star Wars isn't real? I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so they go from the bank though into the beach scene, which we which we really liked with, we the, already, boi- yeah. with the boiling sand, and um, there's a bunch of other stuff from the beach scene into the New York City scene, the New York City with scene the acid with rain. the acid. There's, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. I I like the I like the New York City scene uh, to a point. I thought it was a little bit lame, honestly. Like I, it wasn't my favorite room of them to be in. My biggest my biggest complaint about that was they really set I felt like I felt like this movie was like um the first the first movie when it came to killing people off they really like sp- like they they picked and they picked and chose the very time specific yeah. time and place for people to die off in this movie, it felt like they were just like throwing people to the wolves. You know yeah, what I mean? Kind of. Like you lost, you lost uh, the uh, Theo in the first room, and then uh, they all got through. The rest of them all got through the the bank, mm-hmm. and then you lost Nate and Ben in the beach room. Yep. And then in this room, in the New York City room, both of the girls like you're telling me you couldn't crawl underneath the cab. To get away from the acid rain, you couldn't like there wasn't. You literally, yeah. you you had they just stand there and they burn to death. You had, especially when you have the one chick that who can't feel pain. She's got feel that, pain. that syndrome, right? Yeah, that could have been used so much better. So much better. Oh my god! All they did, so much better. All they did was make a a light suggestion of it when she fries Which her I hand. I did think was weird when that first happened. I go, oh yeah, what you didn't react to oh, that? She just goes, ah oh, shit. Yeah, but I, then then it made sense, right? right? But then they just they just they squander so it. All they used her for was being able to hold a ketchup bottle filled with acid. It sounds like we hate these movies. And the other <laughs> and the other girl goes, Oh, doesn't that hurt? She's like, I can't feel it. Hey, like if you're in a life and death situation, even if you're a person who can feel pain, you're gonna hold a ketchup bottle filled even, with acid. Even like, use it to where you even- c- you could, yeah, you could have util, utilized her. I, I'll, I'll almost call it a superpower at, sure. at this point. You could have u- utilized that so much better in the movie, like to where maybe the thing that doesn't uh, that doesn't um, uh, react to the acid, right? Maybe it's in, maybe it's in someone that is filling with acid, right? And so if you if you don't figure it out right away, you're losing your opportunity to get it because it's filling up. Right. She, on the other hand, can't feel anything, so she can reach her hand Dip into her the hand acid. In there. Grab the bottle out. Now she can't feel it, but she's I mean, dying. That, she at least has a fucking infection, right. <laughs> you know. Like that. That actually would have been a direct pull from a Saw movie, though. But but even but but yeah, you no, get what I'm saying. Though. But here's like, the thing: like so, or have her did, stand out in the acid, to, yeah, to, to to melt the thing because so, they're running out of time. So she dies. Everybody else. Gets so sick. how did that scene play out? That scene played out. They killed off two people. Kiss pe- me in the rain. They killed off two people when. I feel like they only killed two people because they were running out of time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because this... because they could have like she. Here's how this scene should have played out. They they get the they get the cab door open, and Zoe jumps in there, and Rachel manages to make it over there in time. Or they 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 manage to make it over there in time before the door shuts, but yeah. only two of them can fit in the cab. Yeah. Right. And and then and then. Uh, 
what's her name? What was the no pain girl? Oh, uh, Rachel. 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 Yep. Rachel pushes Brianna into the cab, and the the door shuts behind Brianna. And Brianna and Zoe go, "No, Rachel, no, 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 don't!" And no, she goes, no. and she's and and she and she stands back, and she gets all heroic, and she says, "Don't worry about me." And she says, "What she said to Rachel is, don't give them the satisfaction, right?" Because she's that's easier for her you sure, to say because sure. you don't feel any pain. The other girl though is fucking. But then they like the acid rain starts to come down and they cut away from it. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. That's bullshit. What should have happened is Brianna and Zoe. Brianna and Zoe should have should have ended up in the cab, watching Rachel heroically stand out in the acid rain and melt to death, while she didn't scream because she can't feel any pain, like. That would have been an amazing scene. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That would have been incredible. And <laughs> like, showing her melting in it, yeah. like, yeah, it would have been amazing. It would have been so cool. And and that's that's the way that scene should have gone. They just and it, didn't. Though. It pissed me. Like you see, she says, "Don't give them the satisfaction," meaning to Brianna, "Don't let them see you scream." Yep. As soon as the acid turns on, she starts screaming. So they got the satisfaction sure, anyway. Sure. And then. They just pull the they pull it out to a wide shot where you, and it and they blur it to where you can just barely see them standing in the acid rain. PG thirteen. I'd love to see the yeah, un don't, uh, yeah, don't the unrated these, version of these movies. You know they did don't they, make you know these movies exist. PG thirteen. These movies could not have been conceived as oh, no. thirteen movies. No. They couldn't have been, right? Why do you do why do you do that? What do I do what? Not you. Oh, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> no, like this is you. I think you know going into the writing and the filming of this movie that this is not the type of movie that you're planning on showing to a PG thirteen audience. Rooms in and of themselves are a thing that younger people do. Okay, that's so a- I can I can see why they would want to appeal to that audience, right? Yeah, that's, that's that I do point. that I do understand. That being said, if I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't work in a theater setting. Though you yeah. want to see that kind of stuff. You're making a horror movie. Yeah. Like, come on. Right. I don't know. It's like it's like it's like making a Harry Potter movie, being like magic corrupts. So we're not going to show any magic in a Harry <laughs> Potter movie. Like that doesn't make sense. Right. It doesn't make sense at all. Right. Don't, don't make that fucking movie. Right. If you're not willing to go there. Yep. <laughs> no, you're um, absolutely right. So the movie, uh, so the movie ends though. Uh, Zoe makes it out again. Like she's the sole survivor. Zoe and Ben. There's a big. There's a big. Uh, she finally gets the police well, to listen to her. Zoe and Ben. Zoe and Ben. They make the. Uh, we, we need to run through two different versions of the movie here. So, well, give the theatrical that we watch. So theatrical cut. Zoe and Ben. Ben it turns well. This is it's pretty convoluted toward the end of this movie in the, the- theatrical cut. Uh, Zoe watches. Here's some writer that didn't know how to end the movie. <laughs> Zoe watches Ben seemingly die in the beach room. Yeah. So that he's gone for like the last third of the movie. Yep. But then makes a triumphant return. Zoe falls through the bottom of the cab and ends up in a bedroom where this part of the story was fucking stupid to me. The whole thing with Sonia. And Sonya's diary. Well, it was stupid because it wasn't part of the original movie. Right. So she ends up in this. This is this is what you call shoehorned. She ends up in a bedroom 
uh, like a uh, like a small child's bedroom. It looks like. Well, in fairness, and then you've seen the name Sonia throughout the entire movie. Yeah, but, you don't you don't know what it is. But why, right? Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> so so you see, uh, so she's in this room, and then all of a sudden, uh, a door opens behind her, and Amanda from the first movie pops out. Amanda, who we thought died in the falling accident yep. in the upside down which was room. A, which back to the first movie, real quick. Sorry. Yeah. Crazy that that was like the maybe the best scene of the entire first movie. The upside down room. The upside down room where she's gripping onto the phone and yeah. like you think she's gonna actually make it and then she does and like gripping shit. Oh <laughs> gripping shit. I was actually Lo- I actually love that scene. I a lot. actually did too. I was and I was thinking to myself like I was watching that and I was like imagine because she was a she was in uh in Iraq vet yeah. was it Iraq yeah. vet yep. or Afghanistan I don't remember she was a vet more. she was a vet <laughs> like imagine like being this tough person and and being within arm's length of somebody and just realizing that I don't have the grip strength to hold on anymore that's like such a fucking it's yep. a terrible feeling yep. it's crazy um so anyway Amanda's back and she goes me knows they captured me like if you don't if you don't see it it doesn't mean anything if you if you don't see it it's not real meaning i didn't actually die because they show her falling but that's it right so because it was a pg-13 movie they took (laughs) they took amanda and then they kidnapped her daughter Mm -hmm. and they said ben and zoe survived in the first movie and we don't like that so we want you to design an escape room that will bring them back to us and because you're such good friends put them in this situation of peril where they will end up dead and if you don't we're gonna kill your daughter worst storyline ever yeah it was awful like why would amanda sudden like i I can understand where if somebody told you that they were threatening your child you would try like Wait, Amanda wasn't the chick that came back and saw? Wasn't her name Amanda? Her name Amanda. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like she, <laughs> she's like, I designed the rooms. No, the fuck you didn't, dude. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but these rooms were designed by people who were like expert engineers. Yeah, yeah. um, like and artists, and 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 it wasn't you. It wasn't somebody who was under duress because they were worried about their daughter going like being harmed by this company. This was the stupid that when she showed up, I go, Oh my god, dude. Okay. They might have a they might have a good reason for her to show back up. And then when she gave her actual reason for showing back up, it was me. I designed the rooms because they told me I had to. I go, no. <laughs> no no dude this is stupid <laughs> this sucks and then like and yep. and then ben shows up in a room on the other side of a glass wall and they start filling the room up and this is where the really adr comes the really oh, bad god, adr yeah. comes in oh my god they're filling the room with water are they are they canadian <laughs> oh my god oh my god they're <laughs> filling the room with water and and he's like, it's still filling up. Yeah, it was not. It was not great. And then they fucking take a tube off the wall and they shoot fire at the wall and they melt the shit. It doesn't matter. I, mean, I, get, I get that part of it. That, like, that part, part was, makes whatever. But I don't think it would happen that fast. It's 
it's, it's pretty impressive heat coming at like a plastic wall. It would have eventually broken. Whether it would have been that fast, who knows? I but. get it. It's cool and all, but like whatever. Not the best ending to this movie. No. Um, um, so they end up making it out. Did Amanda live at the end of that? I don't know. I really don't know. They just don't go back to her. I think she did. She's going to make the, the maze in the third movie. <laughs> well, hold on. Because the, the... I don't the, remember the, her dying. The glass shatters and the water pours out. And then she's... And they all escape. Yeah. That room. And then the next thing that you see is the cops and everybody there. Yeah, so Amanda is seemingly still alive. Yeah. And they, Zo- never, they never go back to her, and though. Zoe and Ben are still alive, and they're in this now they're in this New York City police precinct somewhere. So I, I had a guess at this point that this whole thing was bullshit right off the bat. Was like, it because of the terrible acting of the Well, it was the terrible acting, but it was also, like, why did they have her necklace? That doesn't make sense. Like, Ooh. that guy that stole her necklace had nothing to do with anything if he was just a random thief, right? Right, right. So why would they have her her grandmother's necklace? That wasn't a thing at all in the first movie, right. but now it's a huge thing. Like, it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. So here's what I did like about the theatrical ending. It would have made more sense in the first movie. Sorry, not to cut you off. No, go ahead. Didn't... Amanda give her a necklace in the first movie that said that this was my daughter or something like that? Well, she said this was, yeah, this was my daughter's. So they, that's how they spun the Sonya thing into it. But no, because, because, because Zoe said her mother gave it to her. It wasn't that necklace. No, why wouldn't it be the same necklace? That was my I point. Know, like, I know, I know. That doesn't make any sense. I know, dude. <laughs> I know. So. One of the things that I did like, uh, like when they did the flashback to the beginning of the movie where she's talking to her therapist, and and then they did, a, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they did an even further flashback to the original movie where they go, everything's a clue, everything is, you know, everything leads to another thing. That was in the no, that was in the second movie. Yeah, no, her therapist thing. Saying yeah, that. That's yeah, a, yeah, but then they flash back to the first movie. Oh, okay, okay. So they so they did. Uh, a flashback, I think, to Danny saying like everything's a clue, everything will leave, and and then she goes, and then she goes, she she goes back to think about her uh, therapist in the beginning of the second movie, and her her therapist is like, oh yeah, her therapist says, oh you're in this mode where you think that everything's a puzzle, everything's a clue, this is a clue, and she holds up a pen, yeah, this is, this a, is clue. a clue, and she holds up a purse, yeah, and. It's the same pen and purse that she sees. And the same person. And the same so person. How does that... What, is that person not reacting because they're an actor? Because they would, don't react to that. Because the actor does, or the person doesn't react at all. She goes, I don't know you. Is it the exact same actor? I think so, yeah. Or did they? Ju- or did Minos just... I think it was the same. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I'll look into it. But that like, doesn't that make any same. sense to me because why would that woman specific? Because there's a chance that there's a chance that this plane is crashing. James, James, this is a whole movie is an undercover way to expose crisis actors. Oh, <laughs> that's it. Just figured it out. Damn, <laughs> that's deep. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'm not sure it was the same actor. I, I. I'd have, I thought it was. I'd have to go back. I thought it was. She maybe looked I'm a wrong. lot like her, yeah, but maybe like, I'm wrong. Um, I I liked that. I I liked how that was their way of showing Zoe that she was still part of the game. 
Mm-hmm. But then the fucking the terrible voice kicked in. And it was like, thank yeah. you for flying me no air. The game is over when we say it's over. So, <laughs> so basically, like, that's the, fucking stupid. The whole dude. ending of this movie was the fruition of the ending of the first movie oh, coming true. But sorry, just to go back to, I remembered what I was going to say. I thought it was cool that they they really tied it into where like the 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 therapist at the beginning of the movie was like, "What's it gonna take for oh, you? Oh yeah, yeah. What's I it like gonna take for you to just like let go of this and finally get on that plane?" Yep. And she was giving them the answers. Yep. So Minos was watching that entire time. Not even watching it. Minos, that that that's just why that actor. That was she wasn't a real doctor. She was an actor. But why would she be Minos. on the plane though? Because because she was an actor. But the but Minos is stupid. And they, stupid. But the but the plane could actually go down, which means that actor would be committing themselves to the dying in a plane that. crash. The actor doesn't know that. But anyway, okay, well maybe you're right. So anyway, I liked that part of it. Like she says, "What's it going to take for me?" Like they were giving it. It was a saw moment. Yeah, they were giving you the answer at the beginning of the movie that answered the question at the this end of the what's it gonna what's it gonna moment? take you what's it gonna take you to finally get on the on that plane and she says i need to know that the people who hurt me can't hurt anybody else i need to know that they're accountable for the things that they did and so they contrived a situation where at the end of the movie she actually thought that they couldn't hurt anybody sure. else and she thought that they I were like gonna that. be held accountable for what they did i like that a lot and it got her on the plane i thought that was really cool uh, and and so now we're now that the movie's over we're getting into the alternate opening and alternate ending scenarios and alternate middle actually scenarios of the movie yeah uh in the original extended cut of the movie right before they did reshoots and all that mm-hmm. uh Amanda, who was from the first movie, she's not in the second movie. No. At all. No. They added her in completely uh, because they were rewriting it and thought they needed to do it. The beginning of the movie is completely different where you have the the maze maker, basically, the room maker. Yep. Uh, working as uh, in an overworked husband who doesn't give a shit about his family. Ends up, he's got a wife and a kid. Ends up killing his wife in. He doesn't kill her. Or I didn't watch this. I I just watched like a, a recap. So oh. his daughter kills her. So right? yeah, he has a he has a wife and a young daughter, and the daughter is showing signs of. Uh, the wife's name is Sonia, by the way. So that yeah, that that that's where Sonia comes from in the movie. So the daughter has some like troubling patterns of behavior that the wife is sensing. And the daughter, she, played by Isabel Furman, by the way, who played uh, Orphan. From, from Orphan. She's, yep. uh, the hell was her name in Orphan? Esther was her Esther, name, by Esther, that's it. Um, she's showing some troubling patterns of behavior, and the wife comes to the husband and says, we need to do something about, about her, and he just blows her off because he's too interested in his work, which is designing these mazes. Mm-hmm. And... She ends up dying in a puzzle that's set because up. Because apparently he hates her that much that he made a puzzle for her. Oh, my God. Is <laughs> it, hold on. Her name is Sonia, and she dies in a sauna. <laughs> it's fucking... It's the writing, dude. Sa- Sonia. It's the writing. So so that's the beginning of the movie. You see this like these, you, these three characters who are not in the theatrical version of the movie yeah. at all. Yeah, but the name is. 
but the, the name, name Sonya is. But the name is. Sonya is. So they have to find a way to shoehorn that in. You're right. They figured that out by bringing back Amanda. Bringing back Amanda and making Sonya her daughter. Which doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Um. So then basically the rest of the movie goes the same. No, well, the whole ending, there's no plane crash at the end. Well, I said, well, the re- like the middle portion of the movie is yeah, all the same. Yeah, that's the same. So then at the end of the movie, uh, <laughs> Ben Ben disappears in the sand the way he still does in, in, in the movie. Um, Zoe makes it out to... Uh, Zoe, Zoe makes it out... How does she end up at the mansion, though? I think she just ends up there. It's, it's another part of the room, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I think. We Sorry, were... we we skipped a part. So there was a part there's a there's a part where like you flash forward after Sonya dies in the sauna mm-hmm. and you see the game the game designer dude comes down to his basement and he now has his daughter locked in a like a glass room and she's the one who's designing all of the escape rooms. Everybody's an architect. Like she's the she's <laughs> the, the fuck? she's the brains behind all of it. It's so dumb. And he he's talking to her about how like oh the stakes are really high this time and blah blah blah. She seems like an unwilling participant at this point in time, but she's the genius behind it. So she's just doing what she needs to do in order to appease sure, her father. Sure. So at the end of the movie, in the in the extended cut, um, Zoe ends up back at this house where she discovers the girl, the daughter trapped in this glass cage and she they figure out a puzzle to let her out. And she ends up uh she's got a she has a friend who was like one of the security guards. The daughter has a friend who was one of the security guards who was kind of helping her from the inside. They get in a tussle the security. If this, the if security this sounds very convoluted. It's because it is. It's because it is. It makes more sense when you're actually watching it. But like, uh, they get in a tussle. The the dad ends up shooting the security guard, but then the dad the dad himself gets shot, and then the daughter pushes him into the glass cage and locks it, and then she teams up with Zoe, and she sends Zoe back to the scene of the crime. Yeah, the escape rooms to to basically, basically show show the police the the evidence that they need to see. So the police at the end of the original cut were legit police. So the police that we saw in the theatrical cut that we thought were fake in the original cut were the real police, and they just recut the movie. Right. To, God, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Like I, I, I like the. I wish that they, I never knew that there was another version of this, because it really just dilutes the water a lot. Which version do you like better? The theatrical, for sure. I think I, the theatrical is the better version. I like the idea of the extended cut in the beginning. Right, like I like the idea that they they do a little bit more of a peek behind the curtain and there's more of a story. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, do I think that bringing back amanda was the right choice i don't know i both of them were bad choices i actually think that maybe i prefer the amanda storyline to be honest with you um i don't know i just i feel like between the two of them there's a competent movie but they 
but one of them shortchanged certain aspects and the other one short shortchanged other aspects. You know? Yeah. Like I feel like they they made a happy medium, but like you're you're still missing stuff from both sides. Yeah. If you were to go with one over the other. Yeah, because if you go with the theatrical version, they at the end of the movie they end up back on a plane. The ending's and... great, actually. I love the ending to the theatrical cut. Uh, I thought it was kind of corny. It was better than the other one. Thank you for flying me no sir. At <laughs> least they ended it and it wasn't such bad idea. But the thing is there's there's two hundred two two to three hundred people on that flight. So I mean I disposable. I get I get that, but like that just doesn't seem like I I I don't know. That seems that seems stupid to me. Well, like they in fairness though, they're building that plane in a, a laboratory. Maybe they build it to where the plane lands sort of weird. And then they corral her out in what she thinks is a I don't know, a crash. Yeah. Maybe they're know. not killing anybody. Who knows? I don't know. There's aspects of the extended cut that I do like though i like that lore like i i i like the idea that because it turns out that uh isabel Furman's character is this sort of unassuming evil genius like she's amazing at designing these rooms yeah. and her she's pissed off that her father's been taking credit for her rooms all these years so she ends up having her she ends up killing her dad and she's and she goes I even tried to show you how good I am at this by killing mom. Here's she, the thing. she built the original. She built the original escape room by trapping her mom in the sauna, and she tried to. She wanted to do that to try and impress her dad, to try and show her dad how good yeah. how good she was at this stuff. And then he ended up taking credit for her designs all these years. And then she helped Zoe out of the situation. But then she kills her dad, and right before he dies, she says, "I'm gonna show you and mom. I'm gonna make you and mom proud, because here's, you're you you haven't even seen what I can do yet." Here's the thing, because she says she's been censored up yeah. to this point. Yeah, and actually, that's a good <laughs> censored PG thirteen. Yeah, they could they could continue with the series <laughs> with her. And do hard R's from here on out. I mean, I, mean, I wish they would. Sure, they've already set I, it up with two PG thirteen movies, like so they've drawn in the crowd and sure. now transition to hard R's and just let Isabel Furman fucking go ham. Sure, sure, maybe right. That that's definitely an option. I also feel as though, like her story, and again, I I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm going back to the Saw movies, right? Mm-hmm. Her story could have unfolded over the course of a couple of different movies. Definitely. And then and then the truth comes out like, "Oh, I actually killed mom." I act, like like I feel like they 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 even though this was not the ending that they used and I, and I understand why they didn't use it now. Yeah. They really 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 tried in this original cut to shoehorn in so much shit, right? Yeah. That just didn't need to be there. Like, if you're trying to build a world, just be confident in what you're doing. Yeah. Build the fucking world. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, make a graphic novel. Somebody will always, there's artists everywhere. They'll they'll draw it for you. It's fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like this entire t- two-movie franchise, um, where it's good enough to stand on its own, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. There's just so much missed potential. Yeah. 
yeah. so and that's, much mispotential. And that's my biggest takeaway from this is I enjoyed these movies to the point where I want to see more of them. Yeah. But oh, I'll, I'll watch but the third I, one gladly. But I want to see it with better writing. Yes, please, <laughs> please, please, please. Better director, best, better writer. No, no offense, Adam Robitel, but like you clearly are not making the best decisions. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, though, those are the Escape Room movies. Yeah. I mean, I would still recommend them. I thought they were a lot of fun. I would too. I would too. Um. Yeah. I watched them on Prime with a star subscription. Same. You can't get the the extended cut. No, you gotta Prime. pay for twenty dollars. Yeah, for the extended cut. Yeah. Fuck that. Or there's also there's or a, buy the Blu-ray, which or, is probably less than twenty dollars. Or there's a video on YouTube that shows you all the extended cut oh, yeah. that's <laughs> features. Fine. That's fine. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's it for this week. That was fun, dude. Yeah, it was I, fun. I, I I like those movies. It might we we've been bitching about them a lot in the last like half hour here, but it's funny. We it, actually both really liked. Both of the movies. I feel as though in this particular instance, we were bitching about them because we wanted to like them so much, and we were angry they didn't live up to what they could have been. Right. Like, that's really what it was. Yeah. You know? We wanted to like them so much more. Yeah. Because we did like it's them. Like when you, it's like when I you bitch about like your kids. More. You love them. You want them to succeed. But you bitch about them because they're dumbasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get a, get a job. Yeah. Yeah. Get a job fucking get a job 11 year old yeah <laughs> uh all right anyway. well that's it for this week if you want to find us before next week's episode you can find us on all social media you can find us on no that's not what i say <laughs> see i'm fucked up it's sunday you can find us on instagram facebook and soundcloud at the buzzkill podcast you can also find us on twitter at the buzzkill pc we're all major streaming services find us uh, tell your local, not local. Tell tell your unlocal bookstore owner mm. you know, that little that little guy that's uh, on the corner that sells books out of his uh, trunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yep. guy. Find tell that him. guy. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. He'll tell his friends. And then we have <laughs> drug addicts for fans. We like those guys because they actu- always come back for more. Yeah, I actually <laughs> prefer drug addicts as fans. All right, Michael, James. Cheers, bud. Happy Cheers. Sunday. Happy Sunday. Well, happy Monday at this point. Got it. Go home, get some sleep. I'll try to. All right. Have a good night. See you.